Do you think that your life is missing something? Is there something that you need to enhance your psychological development? Well, come on down to the... No. <laughs> So in this episode, we uh, we welcome back our very first uh, very first guest, our very first guest, Gemma. Yeah, the, the guinea pig. Yeah, the guinea pig for this whole project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this episode is Gemma two, yes. and it was the day after the first episode. Yeah, but we decided not to release it until later because yeah, just just logistics. Just, yeah, logistics and variety and keeping it. Yeah. Though the, it the second day, the second episode and second day shooting was. We, we went in different places, I think. And we were all hungover. Oh, I wasn't. What? No. Why not? No. I, was, I guess I wasn't too bad. No, I don't think any of us were really. I think I think we were just sluggish. Yeah, sluggish and tired and that, but it was, um... Yeah, it was... It, it went smoother. Yes. It went real smooth. Yeah, because we charged the batteries. The battery, we're... and Gemma decided to just not say stop the cameras. Yeah. No, Gemma never said that, Trevor. No. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Those not jump in... cuts were just because the batteries kept stopping again. <laughs> so, yeah, so this is our this is our adventures, uh, uh, you know, interviewing and talking to. Yeah, Gemma. and it was interesting. It was. It was really good. Yeah. It was really good. So without further ado... Gemma, part two. Part two. Well, it's the day after because from start to finish, this has been a real <laughs> shite storm. <Yeah. laughs> well, it's your fault considering you didn't charge a fucking battery. Well, yeah, well, like the batteries didn't help, but then, like, what stop recording so we can talk didn't help either. <laughs> no, we didn't. What are you talking about? I, right, I didn't yeah, see that, that in the episode. That's right. That's edited out. <laughs> edited out. Then we got drunk. Mm-hmm. And then we started having a really good conversation with the cameras not rolling. But that's because it wasn't for cameras. <laughs> well, it was for cameras. We just needed clever editing there to make sure that nobody heard the juicy things. <laughs> the then it would have been a shit conversation again. The, the, yeah, the bits that would have made it juicy. interesting yeah. <laughs> and juicy. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I can talk about oranges and apples and things of this nature. Yeah. Sorry, terrible joke. Moving on. Doesn't even class as a joke, does it? Apple juice. Oh, orange, juicy. Juice. That was very bad. That was terrible. Considering you had to explain it. If you had to explain a joke, it's, not it's a, joke. a reflection of the person you're telling it to, <laughs> correct? No! <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't get really it either, so maybe it is. It's me. I didn't want to get it because, you know, like it was just stupid. Yeah. I discovered this week, according to Trevor, by the way, this is the day after. That's yeah. why we're in different... Uh, and, and you already uh, said it was the day after. Did I say it was he the did, day after? Yeah. And the other Edit th- that out. <laughs> 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 and we're all wearing jackets because it's cold. Well, I don't have a jacket on. Do you, do you want to put your jacket back on? That's fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Where's the heater? Heater is over there okay. where you asked oh. me to put it. But I, I, didn't, I didn't ask it. I said on, right there. It? I'm going to check. I, I, th- I think it's on. Oh, I thought I said to put it in there. This is the worst podcast yeah. ever. No, it was you not. didn't even have it on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone knows reason. <coughs> and is it's it over there. In? So that, that corner's gonna be nice yeah, and warm when we open the door. That's yeah. it, yeah. 
exactly. I'm the lady, <coughs> so I got to get the heater. Yeah, yeah but you didn't even really get the heater. I mean, it's over there. Mm. You, you need it right there that I suggested at the beginning. But then you That's just have from... a big, uh, you know, it's just a big radiator here. But you won't see it. You will. All right. It's, oh, it will. appears on the camera. Yeah. It did last here. night. Right there. There. Where I said, right there. But where this table is. Well, I said put it under the table. I really don't want to make a podcast about that. Yeah. Positioning Where are you yeah, like, like, just, well, in the great words of Trevor, man up, Owen. Man, man up. But this time it's man up, Trevor. Well, I don't really mind. I mean, I, I'm nice and warm. So, have you just been in this house all day with no heat? No, no, I went to my parents' house. Yeah. No, oh, his right. room's lovely and warm. Yeah, my room is <laughs> always warm. I'd like to point but out... But your room's only freezing because it's full of ghosts. Full of ghosts, yeah, yeah. it's full of ghosts. But right. the, the, ghosts, the, the ghosts are trapped, right? And yeah, they, with the paintings. In the paintings, so, mm -hmm. so that's why he's cold, because the ghosts are trapped in there. But if we took the paintings down, then the ghosts would actually start to But run then they would just go around every room. They'd be distributed e equally then. Except my room, because it's lovely and warm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to point out a funny story. So last night, Owen said... Did you find a ghost? No, I did uh. No, no. This oh, is yeah. This is funny. This is funny. Yeah. So last night, we were playing around with this. Like, ah, yeah, yeah. It's good fun, whatnot, you know. Went upstairs, went into my room, and, and I said, oh, what are you going to do? I'm going to finish watching the Matrix films. You know, he's, the last couple of days he watched the three what Matrix films. This is about uh, what? Like when I went home. Yeah, well, we stayed up for we stayed up for about forty forty five minutes reviewing all the footage and stuff, making sure it was all captured and listening back to the the recordings to make sure that everything was there and nothing was missing. So it was about what quarter to half yeah, two, what time quarter did I leave to three. Yeah, about that. Yeah, what time did you leave at? Yeah, it was about twenty to two or something. I think was it. It was about that. About that. Yeah, it was. It was pretty late. Yeah. So. Yeah, anyway, we were going to the bed. We, we were going to bed, not together, in separate <laughs> rooms. I went into my room, and I was I was just sort of, I, I had a lot of, th I was deep thinking there about Because of all of things. the things I had asked well, you. Yes. Musing, yeah. musing. Mm. And, yeah. With the effect music. I have on you. Yeah. Fucking hell, I couldn't sleep. But anyway, well, I went into my room there, and Owen got the, la he, went, he went into his room, his laptop was there with the DVDs in it, and all I could hear was, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did I honestly hear that? Owen, are you after saying Mr. Anderson? Yeah. <laughs> and then we just started laughing like for about an hour. Mr. Anderson. He just walked into a room with nobody in it, looked at his laptop. It wasn't even on. <laughs> he couldn't even hear the sound of the Matrix. I hadn't. I was just literally hyping myself up. <laughs> and I was about to watch the scene. At the Have you seen all three mm -hmm. Matrix films? You know the very end when he meets Smith in the rain? Mm -hmm. And Smith is like, do you, you know, do you like what I've done with the place, Mr. Anderson? And I was just psyching myself up to watch that scene. <laughs> And he then, walks uh, into a room with no one in it. So do you just watch scenes of movies as opposed to just watching the whole movie? No, no, no. I was watching the movies, but I had things to do, so I paused them. And then and I had 10 minutes excited. left, oh. knowing that I'd saved the fight scene at the end, which probably goes on way too long, but I'd saved it at the end <laughs> to, uh, to watch just before going to bed. And uh, right. I was psyching myself <laughs> up with Mr. Anderson. Just walked into an empty room. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> do you never talk to yourself? I do, but it was just... It just was so funny. <laughs> I think it was more of a thing that you had to be there because I'm not fine at that time. Oh. I'm telling you, <laughs> it was brilliant. I, I think it probably would be. I think if you were in a house, an old house like this at three in the morning and yeah. you just hear randomly mm. from the room next door, Mr. Anderson. 
Yeah, we we had a good fun day of like taking the piss out of that. Yeah. The smell of sour cream and onion Pringles in here is so bad. Oh, I know. They're tasty though. <laughs> I nearly threw the whole thing. That's because <laughs> once you've thrown keto out the window. I brought them now last night. No. Because once you take one, it's like, ah, sure, you take one, then it's two, four, eight. So are you going to cut your whole discussion from last night where you were just telling me yeah, all about the ketone it. diet? Because yeah. now you've just fucked it all up yeah. eating your Pringles. Well, no, like I said there, you know, you need you need some carbs every so often. That's my carbs. That's actually the highest carbs I've had all week, like, pretty much. Yeah, from, from your mother's dinner. Dinner last Sunday, yeah. That would be the last time you properly, properly <laughs> had carbs. Yeah, so all my family was like, so is Owen living by himself now? I was like, really and they're like what do you mean that real i was like oh well, trevor lives there and they're like what do you mean trevor lives there i was like well he has his own room <laughs> yeah. yeah i gave him the smallest room in the house yeah i love that the yeah. smallest yeah. room there's yeah. three enormous bedrooms and i get the half bedroom yeah, yeah. but and i even get the smaller he gets the smaller he didn't want you to be lonely half. so he put you in with the ghosts and it's going to be easier to heat that room yeah yeah it that, is actually the second warmest room upstairs <laughs> After mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely after yours. Whatever Maybe they like did with the dry lining in there, I have to get done to all the bedrooms because it's, it's really good. It is good. It's very, very good. Like, even when the heating's off, like, that room was pretty warm. Like, when did the heating go off? 11 o'clock? This morning? No, last night. Last night, 11, yeah. So, 11. 11 o'clock, you went in at half two to talk to Mr. Anderson. And it was still and warm. it was still really warm. Yeah, yeah that's because you have your heat on for six hours. But it's a big old house. Yeah, but like, there could be heat on six hours in another room and it's not quite as warm. Yeah, so I, I turned all the radiators off in every room bar this one, <laughs> that one, which is my room is right above this, and uh, and his room. All well, the radiators off. The heater off. isn't on in my room, is it? Did you turn the radiator off? I, well, no, but I don't think it's on. It is, yeah. I is checked that? it the other day and it was on, yeah. I turned off the one in the back room. It really doesn't feel like it. But that heater over there is just yeah. But you see, that's why because you've that's you're in the room that has the other little room attached to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. There's no heat on in that. The other room's not going to heat up. You'd want to have the radiator on the two of them. Do you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But then there you go, Trevor. He doesn't deserve heat. Do do you need that? (laughs) I've got that little gem over there, and it's on full blast. Isn't it the best? I still can't feel that. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, but it kicks off. You see, when it gets because the heat rises up. Yeah. Right. Huh? But you see, uh, that is thermostatic, so when it feels the element get too long, it cuts off. So uh, let me just check if the lights see. Yeah, I it's, think it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. That no, that is a brilliant, brilliant there little. Is a light in it. Yeah, that means it's come to temperature and it's knocked off for a second. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is. This is not right. what people want to listen to. Well, maybe it is. I mean, <laughs> boiler. What, what, what do you think of my drunkard? It's fine. What do you mean it's fine? Look at it, it's fantastic. Look at this. Look at it. If only you could play it. It's you. Whoa. <laughs> well, that's the last time I play in front of an audience. Good. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> same as uh, same as the pain. <laughs> same as the what? No, same he as disagrees with me. I said save, save as the pain. That was terrible. What was terrible? I don't know. What did you say? I said save as the pain. All oh, right. By never having to play in front of me. It's ruining it. Edit. Edit. There's a lot to do in the Yeah, today so it's going to be all edit, 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 edit. Yeah. <laughs> Last night was kind of the same. Well, it, it worked out well. It was just stopping and starting. So did you decide on and all you're contemplating last night? Uh, no comment. What do, what do you mean? Oh, God, what do you mean now? Did you decide anything? Did I decide anything? Yeah. Yeah, I decided that uh, it was a great conversation we had and I'll reflect on it and... 
Nothing will change. <laughs> Stoic in his pose. I guess you are right. So you didn't talk to her? No, I didn't talk to her. It's probably best not to talk to her whenever she knows it's 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning on a Friday night. Wait. But it wouldn't that... have been 2 or 3 o'clock in yeah. the morning. What time would it have been over there? Yeah, but she's not stupid. She's not going to think, oh, it's same time over there. I know what time it is. It's going to be 2 o'clock in the morning. And she wouldn't think you were just being really gentlemanly yeah, and staying being romantic. Up going, you know, no. I waited till the perfect point to ring you during your day. No. She's not that stupid, like. But why are you saying she's not that stupid? Sure, what's wrong with you not... ringing her at that time? Ringing? Yeah. I wasn't going to ring her. Why? I was going to just say a message. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I said, hey there. Hi. And why didn't you? Because it was two o'clock in the morning on a did Friday you, Did you send it today? Hmm? She sent it this morning. No. I can do it in a few days' time. Why put off today? Why put off till tomorrow what you can do today? Well, you're right. It doesn't mean I'm going to do it, though. You should do it now while we're on this, and we'll see then if you get a response. <laughs> no! That's it. Why am I... I love the way this podcast is revolving around that. Well, the first episode. This Which, is going to be the fifth now. Well, I don't know. I mean, all the episode that came out the last day all was about keto and a politics. <laughs> what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, but for then, they have no idea what's going on. So we may as well just move swiftly on. Oh, and your relationship issues. I forgot. We did talk a <laughs> yeah, lot about relationship issues. There was lots discussed. Only the camera kept on. That's the danger when you leave the editing to me. The bits I don't like don't stay in. But the bits of you you don't like, they, <laughs> they, stay, they in. stay in. <laughs> yeah. That's the real good bit. Yeah. So get yourself a really good computer and start doing all the editing. I said, well, I'm not going to get a computer just to do that. Like, no, of course sure, not. Hopefully my laptop will do some of it. So... Then, if you take out the parts you don't like it for yourself, <laughs> what about the parts that I don't like? Oh, you no, I'll take, take them out. I'll take them out as well. Okay. Yeah. So it's just me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, because it's They're more amusing this way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you're an easy target. Is this revenge from all these years ago? Yes! I've been waiting for this whole life to put two cameras in front of you and humiliate you. And it's not even that, it's letting you humiliate yourself. You're doing it for me. I know. Well, the conversation got better. Yeah, it got more lively. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I can't believe so they did up the little old man pub. They don't up. And yeah. so do they have ice now, like an actual big glass? I'd assume they'd have ice and glasses. <laughs> like, no, it's meant to well, be. Well, I would have assumed that when you brought me there the first time. That was an awful strange. And a dance. toilet inside. Well, uh, well, should we tell the story? Yeah, I think we should tell the story. Yeah. So when when was this now? Two thousand thirteen. I think it was about two thousand thirteen. It was summer. Whenever I was home. Twenty thirteen. Do you think? It was around that. 2014. Could have been. And Owen and Gemma decided to come up to Monaghan. Mm. You came up before. You weren't in Monaghan, were you? No, I think you never stayed at ours. I think it was the first. You know, I no, I had been up. We came and visited you a few times during the day. Yeah, and oh, we go right. back then during the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That was a great time. Remember, I took his all right nubless and everything. Yeah, and hose there was the big hole. Boat. Uh, hose, hose hole. Do you remember hose hole? The, the bottomless, bottomless pit hole. or the bottomless hole? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I don't remember that. And then the water where we got the water. I took a seen a hole in the ground. Said, like, "Yeah, that's where we get the water." <laughs> Is it actually where you got the water? Yeah, that's where we get our water. It's a well. It's a well. well it's a ta it's a spring. Hello. Can I say something? There? Yeah, what is a spring? You said what is a spring? No, is a well not a spring? No, no. I don't think so. Is it? Mm. A spring comes from Naturally. from downhill, yeah, and a well comes up. 
Natural spring. No, spring. I don't know. Look it up. Is it? I do you not just tap into a spring and create a well? Mm, could be. I don't know. I thought there was a difference in the two. Uh, I don't know. I don't have the internet right now, so. Well, if we sound stupid, we'll just edit it out. Yeah, we'll yeah. just edit it out. We'll just edit. <laughs> you need to look that up and then and <laughs> edit it in and just pretend you were in the show. Well, shop, look, you know? water comes out of the hole. And we've seen that. I showed you. I pulled in and was like, look at that. That's where we get our water. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you yeah. wouldn't believe me. Yeah, you were bringing us for tours all around. Tours all around there. I, that was good. And then you brought us to the shop for ice cream. Did we go yeah, for we ice cream? Yeah, we did that, yeah. What shop was it? The Fitness one in Station? Nublis? Yeah, in yeah. Nublis. In Nublis? Yeah. Jesus, how that was great to me. <laughs> I don't know if you actually paid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we bought our own ice cream. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that was a good day. So then... That night, we all got ready at our house, the home house, went into Nublis, and I said the whole time there, there's a great night, there's a great scene in Nublis there. Great disco bar, Annie McGinn's <laughs> disco bar. You know, it's fantastic. Because yeah. we were in a place first that was good enough. What was that first place? Uh, Thompson's. Uh, Thompson's pub. Yeah. We went in there. That and at the pool table, didn't we? Yeah, at the yeah. pool table there. Yeah. And so a couple of the lads came around there, I was like, oh, they're, they're, these are your friends from Longford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we going to go down to uh, the Annie's uh, disco bar the night? Oh, yeah, yeah, let's go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck's he talking about? And then we got you all psyched up by for this. And I goes, Jesus, hey, it's going to be great crack. This is what, about 10 o'clock at night? Yeah. It was still bright. It was still bright. It was still bright. I don't know if it was 10 o'clock at night. I feel it could have been earlier because then we went out at Like we were in there for a while and then yeah. we went into yeah, Monaghan. Yeah, we went into Monaghan. Hmm. Went to Shifty's. So. And uh, we got—I <laughs> couldn't hold myself back. Like I had to look at the wall when we were walking down there because I couldn't stop laughing. I goes, "Geez, hey, it's gonna be so crack, hey, it begins, hey." Some spot since it opened, open the door, yous walk in there, and I say, <coughs> "The oldest." You're old also forgetting that I was in a really short dress and the only girl. Well, yeah, I mean, that the details, they're only minor details. <laughs> Into an old man's park. Yeah, like you've already got the attention of all them people. <laughs> And then, uh, so we all sat down and we had crack anyway. But uh, what did you order? You ordered your drink. Probably a vodka and 7-Up. And it came in a tiny little tumbler glass with no ice. And the glass was filled about there with vodka. And then there was like space <laughs> for like that much 7-Up. And I was like, Bleh. It's been a long time since I've had uh, room temperature beverages. Yeah, <laughs> room te- yeah. And there's there not even Lucasaid in there. There's no Red Bull or not. Oh. No, there was Lucasaid. I think the dash of white and dash of red. Yeah, like there was no seven up either. It was just like a dash of whatever, like ah, white lemonade. Right. It was probably yeah. TK. It was probably like TK. That. I can't remember what it was, but there was only. You, you asked for a tall glass and the was. Yeah. A tall glass? Yeah. You're in the wrong town, lady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a tall like, glass. What do you mean? And I was just like, oh, it's okay. And then what happened? We all sat down in the 70s chairs on the 70s table. 70s? Well, uh, older than that. Do you reckon? I ah, know it probably was the seventies, but it gave a definite, distinctive kind of. I mean, the the pub felt like a real throwback. Yeah, well, it was uh, like uh, it was really... more than seventies. It was like yeah. the thirties. And like, look, when we when we go in there, we'll have a few drinks, and then it, I was always told, right, where's the tide out there? You just go outside. You just piss outside there. That's it. Just go on out there, throw it out, do your thing, throw it back in, and away you go back inside. I didn't know there was a tide out there. Yeah, and actually it's Yeah, no, he's leaving it out. I then asked Trevor where I said I need to go to the toilet. Where is the toilet? And he goes, oh, it's just out that way. By the way, it was me, Andrew and Raymond that said this. We said, it's it's over there. Yeah. Which was a shed. It was a (laughs) shed. 
It was just a shed. I and there was, there, there was a toilet in it, but like, I mean, it was just a bowl. And there was like no seat. There was no light. <laughs> there was nothing. Yeah. It was horrific. And how did it go for you? Not good. You and said, then you said you had a swat down there to take Yeah, and literally I couldn't even touch the toilet. I was like, I'm not touching that. So I was just like squatting. And then just drip dry. And then, <laughs> and then right, she comes out and I goes, well, how is that for? That is the worst toilet in the world. And then there was a, a an oldish fella who's like, you do know that the girls' toilets is upstairs. Upstairs, yeah. And then me, Raymond and Andrew went three directions. Like, we're like, oh, no. <laughs> but upstairs was also into their house. So I don't know how that worked. Well, I guess it's just courteous to it was, the girls. It was just like a business that wasn't moving with the times, really. No. I mean, it hadn't I think it was more because there was no female customers in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. you do get an odd one. <laughs> Stum- <laughs> you, you. <laughs> Stumbles in by mistake or lured in. Thinking it's a, promises, a disco bar. <laughs> promises of proper ice. I, I remember as soon as we walked in there, he was a, I should have known McCarter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it took me about 30... No, not even 30 seconds, like five seconds. And yeah. I looked around and was like, where's the... Oh. <laughs> I didn't even bother asking the question. But that story's made famous in our house. Like You told it the next day to the whole family. Yeah. And they couldn't stop we, laughing. We had dinner in your sister's. Yeah, yeah the next day. That was, was the yeah, next was day. Yeah, it was really nice. Really nice. That was a good morning. That was good. For, that was a good... That was a good night out. Yeah, like the whole day, the whole night, even the next day there, like it was all really, really good. Yeah, we went back, what, about seven or eight that evening, I think. Oh, really? No, it was, no, it was earlier no, than that. We, we went, went after dinner. dinner. We went oh, after that's dinner, right, yeah. It was my niece's birthday. She mm-hmm. got the birthday yeah. boat. Yeah, and she got the boat thingy. Yeah. yeah. And she knew all about it before yeah. she even opened the box. Yeah. Kids. What age is she now? Nine. She's nine now, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure. She was only tiny then, and if I was 2013. Well, I wouldn't say tiny. Well, was, yeah, she was like three or four at that time. I suppose about, yeah. No, no, she'd be more. She would have been about five, I'd say. So that's four years ago. Yeah. That She's nine be. now. Four, no, it's five years ago. Five years ago. Well, you said it was 2013, which is I think, five years I think ago. it was either 13 or 14. It was no. the summer of 13 or 14. That I think it was 13 because it was a really, really good hot summer. Yeah, and it was a nice day when we got down. Nice day when it we was got down. Ni- yeah, it was yeah. roasting. Nice, yeah. Yeah. yeah, nice when we came back. That's when the ice creams were nice. Yeah. yeah. That was nice, actually. There's nice, uh, there's nice scenery up in that part of Monaghan on a sunny day, you know. At Hose Hole. At Hose Hole. <laughs> At Hose Hole. Is it? Tell the story of Hose Hole. Is it bottomless? They say it's <laughs> bottomless. Some people say it's only a couple of foot deep. Other <laughs> they be right. <laughs> and would somebody never not just try and jump in there and see? Well, there was one real famous story where I got a man to believe that it was bottomless. So uh, there was me and my. My cousin Albert, we were drinking with a couple of buddies of ours, and uh, we stayed over at their house that night. You know, instead of the bus leaving us home there, I said, Asher, come on in, the party's only just started. The next day, we're all hung over, and I said to the, this boy Darren there, his girlfriend was there, and they looked really, really bored. Said, they were out that night. D- Darren? Yeah, and his girlfriend. Darren Scott, which I shouldn't have said. Yeah, oh, there's many people with that name. Uh, are you, wait, the, is that the night no, we went out? Been. You're yeah. not thinking of Raymond Dale, no? You're not thinking of Dale? Raymond Dale and Charlene. Dale and uh, Charlene. That's what okay, I thought. It, 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 there was Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, flying off to Australia the next day, from what I remember. He was flying off to Scotland. Was it Scotland? Oh. Scotland. Oh. I think it was the next day. He's only went to Australia lately. No, but Darren... We were all just hung over there, and the, him and his girlfriend were there. And he goes, do you not show her all the sights of Abog? And then he was like, 
I'm sure there's more sites on it, though. Because there's loads of sites around Avon. What about Hose Hole, though? What? Hose Hole, and I said, <laughs> I explained to him where it was. Should that? What's so good about it? It's bottomless. And he was like, bottomless? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then I was Talbot there, and I was like, yeah, it's bottomless. <laughs> I hope Albert watches this just to see your impression of Albert. <laughs> Bang on, is it? It's actually pretty good. No I, offense, Albert. <laughs> it's pretty good. And then, uh, so he, I, we were just working the whole thing up there. You know, it is bottomless. I, it, Jesus, it is. I'm telling you. Well, how could it be bottomless? But it just keeps going down. It's really that simple. He and makes then, it sound so logical oh, when yeah. he puts it like that. It's bottomless because it doesn't have a bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I said, well, I'll tell you what. Have you got a fishing rod? Well, I do. I think there's one out the backyard there somewhere. Have you got a stone? Well, yeah, I've got a stone. I've got a brick. Oh, a brick will do. Just tie the tie the string around the brick there and just fire it in. And so then just keep going until it gets to the end. And if it goes that deep, you know it's deep. And then he was like, Jesus, I might just do that. <laughs> and he walked out. He got the fishing rod. He got the brick. He got the line of the fishing rod. And he started tying it around. And his father came over and goes, Jesus, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just, and MacArthur says there that the bottomless, oh, hose, hose bottomless there, I want to try it out. And the father just said, just put the fishing rod back. <laughs> and walked into the house. By, and then he looked at me and I was like, geez, you had me going. <laughs> and how deep is, how deep is hose hold? About two foot. Two foot. And about they got that. a bus caught in it once, didn't they? I think so. It's meant to be a, a, a bus. It's meant to be a bus. Yeah. A bus drove over the edge and drove into it. <laughs> Surprisingly, the bus didn't uh, end up sinking all the way to the uh, briny deep. Well, some some say he's to still China. going. Some say that they got a tow bar on the back of a tractor and pulled him out. <laughs> That's just myth. I think it's myth there because where's the proof? Where's the proof? Well, the bus isn't there now, so I mean, we just don't know. Nobody has really looked and went. So let's go in, you know. Yeah. Just, we're, we're talking about a hole now. Yeah, but it's, it's. I mean, for anybody who's been, uh, just for the... <laughs> um, for, for anybody who wants to go to Monaghan, you've got a hose hole. To <laughs> for the listeners, just tell a little more about your uh, your home place, where you're from, Trevor. Me? Yeah. Ahabog. Ahabog. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's all you need to know. What do you need to know more about it? Yeah. And then where did you say we were? I thought that you were from wherever we were in the pub. Nublus. Yeah, I thought that's where you're uh, from. Nublus is the address, but I think our land or something like that is is technically an Abog. It was just easier for the, the postman. All right. Always looking out for the postman, ah, Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking out <laughs> for the, the local people. Like. Do you not like it when non-local people come in? Is that why you took us to the to the disco bar that wasn't yeah. the disco bar at all? We'll show these towny feckers there. <laughs> Make them look like fools. <laughs> Well, we had a good time in there. It was well, actually we fantastic. We went someplace after there then, did we not? Before we went to town. Mm, McGinn's. Right up. The Stag Inn. Right opposite. No, I don't know. We, we went down the back. The, we didn't cross the road. Back? Like, it was just a big bar, but there was somebody you knew sitting down at the back. Oh, was that not when we got to Monaghan Town we got to Shifties, no? I don't know. Mm. I'm trying to think. I thought we only went to two pubs in Nublus. I think we only went oh, to Oh, maybe. Pubs. It was I, the I, first pub we went to with the with the jukebox and yeah. the mm -hmm. pool table. Thompson's. Thompson's. And then there was the, the other place. McGinn's. McGinn's, yeah. And then and I think... That, that's... Um, it closed down at 100 years. It was 100 years old, that pub, and then it closed down. The disco bar? The, the disco bar, yeah. 
and it has been bought out. I think the oldest, the oldest resident took his last pint there, and he I think he was ninety one at the time. Jeez. Huh. That's mad. And but it's all up. Somebody has bought it yeah, and they've yeah, done up now. Th- yeah, they've done it up. Like and they've kind of. I, I haven't actually been in there. It's bad. Like, but I haven't been in it. But they say like once a month there they have. Like Irish dancing and all that, like a proper Achilles night. Ah, oh, okay. They must have extended out the back it. or something, have they? Or? I don't really know what. They've, they've done a lot to it anyway. Mm. Well, was, there was a big yard out there. Well, yeah, maybe the bit they built onto that. But then, like, there was... There Probably was a, turned the toilet into... <laughs> a real tile? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's already a tile. We'll just turn it into a real one. <laughs> There's no need to squat down there to, to pee or anything anymore. It's its charm once you do that. I mean, That's it. I mean, we... If the, that if we never went to Annie McGinn's that night, we wouldn't have had the stories to tell the whole world. Is that it? Yeah. The their stories. It was my story that was, you just keep telling everybody. I know, but it's great. <laughs> it's great. It's the greatest story ever told. <coughs> it's one of the best, I think. It is actually no. I mean, I always look back on that night with particular fondness. Yeah, because the nights we've gone out, we just went straight to Monaghan, did we not? Yeah, and I kind of, I kind of liked the whole taking in, and it was a sunny day as well. I think that that. That. That's what says uh, it. Yeah. So you just remember it, like, you like you say, it's your rose tinted windows. Rose tinted windows, yeah. <laughs> well, like if you don't want glasses there, you can have the windows. Just look through the window <laughs> instead of the glasses. <laughs> My analogy. Yeah. Well, I suppose the glasses may change your, you know, depending on your short sighted or long sighted. But you know, looking through the the windows and gonna change. Yeah, that, is it? just just see it the way it just is. Just the way it is, but yeah. a little bit brighter, a little bit more rose tinted. Yeah. No, it was. That was a good night. Yeah. We've had, like, Longford's, we've had a few good nights in Longford as well. Yeah. But really? I, yeah, we have. Years ago. Yeah, years well, ago. I, I mean, yeah, years yeah. Ago. ever since, um, ever since all those places, well, so many places closed down that we used to go to, PV's being the big one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Eamon's used to be a place for us. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. 18 and, when I was 18 and 19, it was like, Eamon's was the spot, hey? Mm-hmm. She went there for everything. We went there for all parties and everything. What, what, what about the dude? Maybe we went to the pub. It was a real local pub. And the boy had a moustache. He owned the pub there. And he, th- he thought that I was on drugs there because I had an itchy nose. <laughs> he, thought, he thought that I was on drugs. and then Oh, oh like yes. Zach. No, no, this is a different time. We were in a... This was when we were in a, in Folk? the stillery. No, it was the stillery. Yeah. And we were watching. It was during, was it either the World Cup or European Championships? It was something like that. And We went in for a few drinks there, and I had an outrageous itchy nose. And, uh, Pollen levels were up. Uh, probably. Uh, probably. I, I, mean, I don't know, but um, it wasn't for that reason anyway. <laughs> but, I, but, but then I was like this here. And then he went like this here. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> It got really confusing. But anyway, like, he was dead on that night. And then I think I came down to Was he trying to sell you drugs? No, no it, was, it was so. Zach who used to run the distillery. I, I was never I think he was, ju- he was just, no, he's just, he's just a funny fella. Oh, he is. Like, Zach is... He just made fun. An absolute model gentleman. That. and uh, but, but then um, I remember we went into a, a shop, an off, uh, a shop that had an off-license in it about, what, three months later. And I said, jeez, you know that man over there looks like the dude that we uh, went drinking with that night. And you just... For about 30 seconds. Actually, that's the same man. It is, yeah. It well, was. He just looked terrible. He looked that'll terrible. Had a heart attack. That'll do it. Yeah. That'll make it look terrible. Pours, yeah. He seems to be in better health now, so. Well, that's good. I think it was a heart attack. Oh. I have great time for that man. He gave me a lot of happy memories of. Oh, he did, you know. did he? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you walked wow. into that one. I did, but that's gonna have to literally. be edited. Literally, no, it, it's not literally. If I'd literally walked into it, I would. You would have seen me go. Ugh. <laughs> I metaphorically walked into it. <laughs> literally, right. but uh, I had a lot of good times. He used to give us um, an opportunity <laughs> to play music in his pub when you know when you're starting off on that. I so he, he was a good man. <laughs> I'm yawning. People are definitely gonna be yawning. Hmm? I was very. I don't think I was ever in this. Distillery when it was the the when it distillery. was the distillery. Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. Head still sore. Yeah. Like I guess you had a lot of the vodka last night. To be fair, I didn't think you were that that bad. You were all over Paul as soon as he came in. It's good, my fiance. Oh yeah, I know, but like it was, it was very, it was cute watching you. What? Yeah. <laughs> what is? Just like, oh yeah, look at I think they're gonna make it. <laughs> oh no, that was. A I bit like of a I like the language. Blow. I like the language you used. I think I think they're gonna make it. I think they're gonna make it's, it. It's like the swimming to shore. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't pass any remarks. Yeah. I was good talking to Paul last night as well. He's got a great. He's got a really funny sense of humor. Yeah, he's, 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 it's witty. He's, he's quick. So quick. It's quick and it's kind of dry, and I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good. It's yeah. He's on the ball. He is on the ball. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. Now we're just complimenting Paul. <laughs> how did he propose to you? I never heard that story. Yeah, how did he propose to you? So it was. Easter maybe last year was it it was in April anyway and I don't know if it was Easter time but he, yeah it would have been Easter I'd say and uh, he decided he booked us a few days away and everybody was like oh my god he's gonna propose but when you're nine years together even if you go to the fucking shop together they're like oh my god he's gonna propose yeah. so I had gotten over it because we'd had loads of arguments I was like oh you're never gonna propose because loads of times I thought he was going to do it mm-hmm. and it didn't happen so I had just gotten so far over it. I was just like no and um, oh, I like he, that he gave you a false sense of security. Didn't he? Mm. Didn't he wasn't it? Uh, I remember speaking to you a day or two beforehand, and you were like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, this he was having coffee with you, yeah, and you were yeah. like, "Oh, he's going to propose to you." Yeah. You said it as well. And you were like, "No, it's just no. Paul. He just takes me on these weekends. Yeah, it's like kind of strange. Just, not... He hadn't told me any information. That no. was it. He was keeping everything secret. But he has done things like you, that. I think you said something to me like you thought it was going to be like a biking kind of weekend or something like going cycling. No, I or... said that I was. Hoping for great things, but knowing Paul, it was probably going to be that we were going off cycling for the that's, weekend. Yeah, that's yeah. what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so he just was like, "Oh no, it's a surprise, surprise." I was like, "Grand, cool." And we were going in the car, and he did tell me that he had dinner booked as well. So I was a bit like, "Okay, that's very romantic of him," but I didn't really think anything of him. We went for, got to the hotel, and uh, he walked in. And then he was, she was like, oh, and his breakfast included. He's like, no, no breakfast. And I was like, you're a fucking tight arse. You are. <laughs> I said, you won't even pay for breakfast for us. Yeah. And uh, he was being really weird in the lift as well. And I just, I didn't, <coughs> I'd be really stupid any of things like that. Anyway, I'd just be like completely oblivious. And he opened the door and it was a suite we were in. And it was, that's why I didn't pay for breakfast. I had to pay for a fucking suite. <laughs> And uh, there, was all, there was all rose petals all over the bed and dressing gowns and there was Prosecco and everything. I was like, oh, this is so cute, isn't it? And he was just like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, God. And did you pay for extra for that? And he goes, oh, no, no. He goes, it was all in a package. Oh, yeah. um, and he was selling it. And sure, about two hours later, I went, God, that'd be weird now if you came here with your friend though, wouldn't it? And you walked in and the bed was all covered in rose petals. And Paul was just like, 
Yeah, I probably would be, yeah. <laughs> but that was it. I didn't think anything more. I just carried on, my, 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 like getting ready. We were getting ready to go out for dinner or whatever. And I was drinking my Prosecco and that was all fine. And we went out for dinner. And usually, like, we go out for dinner and then we're just like, ah, let's just go back to the hotel. But I was like, let's go for drinks. And he was like, uh, okay, yeah, okay. Go, should we go for one? And then we go back to the hotel. And I was like, okay. And then we had one. He's like, we go back to the hotel. And I was like, no. I was like, why would we go back to the hotel? I was like, well, let's have more drinks. And sure, I was baiting into the cocktails. And he was like, okay, let's go back to the hotel. And I was like, right, fine. And he goes, okay, uh, I just want to go to the toilet so we go back up to the room. I was like, sure, you can go to the toilet in the bar. He's like, no, I want to go to the toilet in the room. I was like, Okay, fine. I was like, he obviously needs to do a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, fine. And I got into the room and was just pulling my dress off. He was like, why are you taking off your dress? I was like, we're in the room. Because I take off your dress. Should we go back down to the bar? I was like, okay, fine. Fine. I'll just fuck on my dress. And I, then I put on the dress and gown. And so at this stage now, I had drank pretty much a bottle of Prosecco. I'd had two glasses of Prosecco with dinner. And I'd had about three or four cocktails. So I was well on at this stage. So before I went into the toilet, and like I have these pictures and I was loving myself. I was like, oh, there's great lighting in this room, Paul. And there was me taking loads of selfies. And you can see him in the background because before he got into the toilet, he goes, you go out onto the balcony and have some more Prosecco and I'll go out after and meet you. And so he walks out of the bathroom and here's me still in the room taking loads of selfies. And you can just see him behind me just been like, like when I look back at the pictures. <laughs> and I was like, look, Paul, it's great. And he's like, will you just go out to the balcony? I was like, no, Paul, I'm not going out to the balcony. <laughs> and he's like, we well, just go out and just have Prosecco. He's like, it's really nice out there. I was like, I'll go out in a few minutes. And anyway, I eventually made my way out. And then I was like, Paul, you're not telling me to go out here. You're not even out here. What the hell? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then I was sitting out there and I was having some more Prosecco. And then he was being really weird. I was like, Paul, you're being really weird. What the hell? And then he took into it. He dropped to one knee. And then I was like, oh my God. I was like, wait, wait, wait. And I had to take off the dressing gown because I said the dressing gown on. I wasn't getting proposed to in a dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then he just. Oh. Yeah. So, so he was on his knee and then you were like, no, just hold on. <laughs> I was like, hold wait, on. Wait, wait. Yeah. yeah, and I just took off the dressing gown really quickly. Yeah. And then he just, I don't actually really remember what he said because I was like, oh my God. And I was kind of drunk. <laughs> and then I obviously said, yeah. <laughs> and I cried. And then I was like, Paul, you told me you love me and everything, but I said, you never actually asked me to marry you. And he was like, yes, I did. It was the last thing I said when you said yes. <laughs> no, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, and then that was that. And so I was like, oh my God, let's go back out of the bar now and get some Prosecco. And so I ran in and I was like, we just got engaged. And then they gave us a free bottle of Prosecco. Yeah. I, I should try that. Yeah. With who? They don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like about a hundred photographs of me just going. <laughs> and then you didn't tell anybody no. for a few days after. No, because he didn't give me, that's not the ring he gave me. He gave me like a promise, promise ring. Promise ring, yeah. And um, then the next day we went shopping for the whole day and I couldn't find anything I liked. And I cried. Ta I let cried. me think, was it the first one that you seen? That no, you went for? no, 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 no. No, um, no, we'd always said like years ago, if we were ever away who we got engaged, we'd just keep it to ourselves until we got home. And it was really nice. We just were like in a total bubble for like two yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, I could, I was I just could me and him, that. And we were just all engaged and yeah, it was lovely. That's nice. And then we came home and um, his mom and dad decided, we were like, right, we'll go and tell your mom and dad first. 
because um, they were talking about going to Cork to Paul's brother, but they weren't leaving till two o'clock, they said. And so we got up really early and we're like on our way back. And it was only about, I think, half 12 or quarter to one. And I was like, just ring your parents to tell them that we're in Tullamorna or in Kilbegan. I was like, we'll oh, be yeah. there really soon and don't leave. And just as we were about to ring them down the pass by us and going the opposite way. I was like, bring them, bring them. And so we told them on the side of the road outside the graveyard. You know that graveyard there, you know when you go to Kilbegan and then you're going heading for Tullamore. Yeah. And there's like the church up on the hill in the graveyard. Yeah, I told them outside there. <laughs> yeah, so then they sent us to a jeweler's in a clone that they got their engagement ring. And she's like, go there, they'll take care of you. And that's where I got my ring. Very good. Yeah. It's funky. Yeah. Different. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I didn't tell my family because they were all in different places. And then I went and played a basketball game and told everybody I played basketball with first. They're yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing here? And you didn't even tell your family. They're like, go home and tell your family. <laughs> Dedication yeah. to the game. Yeah. And the wedding is in four months? Three months? No, 13th of July. So just under five months. How's the plan coming along? Good. Everything nearly there? Yeah, I need, I'm trying to find somebody to do my makeup, hence why my makeup's done today. And a cake. That's it then. Very good. Wow, yeah. that's fantastic. So you've everything nearly sorted. Well, well Paul has to get a suit. He, uh, we're going shopping for suits next week. Um, Are you going to pick it for him? No. Paul has good dress sense. All right. I'll have a say. Yeah. I want, to wear a velvet. I want him to wear a velvet one. He's like, no. Yeah. But he said no. I wanted to wear it. Do you know the way now you can get like... It can be any colour, but like you can get kind of a blue suit, but they'll have a black lapel on them. Yeah. Yeah, I want him to get them as well. Oh, uh, like, yeah. So I don't know what he's going to go for. But it'll be his choice. Oh, sorry. No, that's fine. Um, it'll be his choice. And then that's pretty much it. We have to get our wedding rings. The but... illusion of his choice. What's that? The illusion of his choice. Exactly. His choice. Yeah. I just say, but do you not think oh, yeah. that maybe it's this like, one would be nice? Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like, I like this one, but do you? <laughs> oh, no, I don't like this one. And until yeah. they get until they get the one that Gemma likes. Yeah. Yeah, you just it's persuasive bargaining. <laughs> <laughs> so free will is an illusion in this case. <laughs> yeah. When you're getting married, it sure is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so everything else is done, I think. Um And the idea of getting married, is there anything you're apprehensive of about, you know, like oh Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. one? What scares you the most? I don't know, everybody keeps asking me. Because like, I never, ever, ever, ever wanted to get married. Yeah, I remember you saying so that. So I really? never... No. Why? Never, never, ever wanted to get married. Um, and not that I don't want to spend the rest of my life with Paul, but like, it's more only because Paul wants to get married that I can get married. Um, well, why, why didn't you want to be married? I don't know. I, I can't explain it. I don't know why. But like the thoughts of like it actually being my wedding day and like walking down the aisle if you want to throw up. I'm sure there's a sense of because, you know, in Ireland you go to, you know, weddings are such a social thing. It's hard to put yourself in that position because it's always somebody else's special day, right? So. No, like it's not. It's not that. I think it's more that I don't want to grow up. Okay. And so by being married, you're definitely an adult. Yeah. You're 30. You're an adult. You're not. <laughs> but you're not. Okay. None of us are adults then. That's we'll just... Well, now you're going to be an adult in July. We're yeah. not. We're yeah, you're lucky. Free and single. 
Yeah, and then I'll just be an adult and then I'll be nearly dead. It'll just be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think it's that. Like, I don't know. I think it's just... And, yeah, it's something you did when you grew up and I don't feel that I've... that I'm grown up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't it's, know what I it is. Cannot, I can't no, explain it. I can it. understand that. I now, understand I kind of... Everybody was like, you need to start enjoying it because it's going to be over and you want to enjoy like enjoyed it. So, in the last like month or so, I've started to kind of change... And I'm not that really, I don't feel that nervous or that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of getting excited about it now. Yeah. But like. The honeymoon should be good. I know, can't wait for the honeymoon. Yeah. I'm going to fly over the Grand Canyon in a helicopter. Are you actually? Wow. Yeah. How long yeah. is the honeymoon for? Two weeks. Two weeks, very good. And they're going to come down and visit me. Are we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How far is the Grand Canyon from you? Two hours. Two hours. You can just drive to me. Oh yeah, that's the. I suppose that could. Is there room in the helicopter for another one? Imagine gear crash. Well, how are you getting on? <laughs> Chance of meeting you here. Ah, like. <laughs> uh, that's the last leg of the honeymoon. We'll be sick of each other at that stage. So I'll be a breath of fresh air then for you. Yeah, yeah. You stop us from killing each other. That'd be interesting. <laughs> How hot will uh, Arizona be at that point in the year during mid-July? Uh, hot. Yeah. Hot. But that the, the Grand Canyon, is, I don't think it's too bad. It's not as bad as Phoenix. Phoenix, 45. Phoenix would be 45. Last time I was in America, well, that's back in 2012, 12? I don't know when it was. But yeah, they were having a serious heat wave that time as well. It was 45 degrees. Whereabouts? In Orlando. And they went up to New York and it was 50 degrees. Orlando. 50 degrees in New York. Yeah. There was all over the news and everything and there was women there was a woman cooking cookie dough like cookies on the dash of her car yeah. and everything. I just that's hard to believe about New York. Mm, and it was just oh it was you couldn't even breathe. Cuz the highest I ever seen it was 49 and ne- I never seen it actually go up to 50. Never seen it go up to 50 but it didn't go it too far. It was all over the news when we were there at that time. Yeah. It was like there was some crazy heat wave yeah. they were having and it was like, all like down to the electricity. Like fl- Florida is always hot. Yeah. And humid. It was, cr- oh, it was disgusting. And like we were staying in a, we were staying in a hotel when we were in Orlando mm. and you thought it was hot in the hotel and then you'd go outside and it was literally like, you know, when you open the oven door and mm. you just get that blast of heat. Yeah. That's exactly what it was every time you left the hotel. It was just like, whoa. And you're like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the heat! The heat in Arizona is unreal. It's a dry heat, you know. It's a little bit better, so it's like walking into a sauna, uh-huh. you know. But it's still tough going. Like if you're working on it every day, and the sun, yeah. if the sun, and inside the, in the tractor. No, inside in the tractor's not too bad, or the or the chopper, like because it it's tinted windows and air oh, conditioning, okay. so that takes a lot of it away. But the problem is, if you switch the machine off, you have to get out and uh, work on the machine. You're it's a nightmare. You have to wear gloves. You cannot touch anything. You touch a panel, it'll burn the fingers off you. Really? Yeah. And then the heat of the engine as well, the yeah, heat of course, everything. Yeah. And oh, it is a nightmare. Even if you're just doing a, a work, working on the machines, you know, whenever they're uh, maintenance, it's still hard going there because where the yard is, uh, the east where the sun rises, it's just right in your face. It's only whenever it gets up okay. real high that the, the roof covers the sun. Jesus. So from about six, Till about half 10, 11 o'clock there, the sun's always on, on your... Tired. And then after, after that, it's just sheer heat. And uh, I, I honestly thought I was going to just pass out the first day. Yeah, yeah I the, imagine. The first few days was on the machine, wasn't too bad. and uh, But then I had ma- a few days of maintenance 
and I was helping to buy uh, build a chopper. It was a, it was a prototype machine. He was he was uh, he was What's from the Netherlands. Uh, harvester, silage harvester. Oh, okay. It was he was he was from the Netherlands, and I was nobody ever helped him. He's been going there for twenty years. Nobody ever helped him. And uh, he never wanted help from anyone. And I just, I, I was sick of looking at it. Like I said, I can't, this man is bursting himself in the heat. I went over and I said, there, sure, I'll help. I just started putting nuts on somewhere or bolts or something. And then he goes, oh, you can grab that and do this and do that. I just stood there and waited for him to tell me what to do. Mm. And then that's how we, we worked well together. But he said, well, this machine has to be done today. And it was, I think it was Independence Day. I think that's the 4th of July. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody else uh, mm. disappeared after 12 o'clock, no work. And uh, I said to the boss, sure, I'll stay and help this man. And we bait each other up trying to get this, this machine ready And 5 o'clock that evening. Every 10 minutes, we'd stop a bottle of water with these small bottles of water. And you drink a bottle of water there, keep, keep going on for another 10 minutes there, 15 minutes there, more water. Jesus Christ. It was unreal. And then at the end of it there, he wanted, uh, he wanted to thank me there. We went out for steaks. I didn't really want to go out. Like I was like, I'm yeah, dying. he was exhausted. Yeah, and rehydrate. Ah, yeah. So we went, got steaks, got back to the motel, and I remember I went face down onto the bed, and that's that was about half five, six o'clock. No, six o'clock, and um, face down in the bed, and that's where I lay until the alarm went off again there at half five the next morning. <laughs> I never moved. Enough. My legs were killing me because they were over the edge of the bed. He was obviously oh. he was obviously a hard hardy worker though. He's able that to man, stand that. Oh, well, he is the determination of that man is unreal. Is he still he work, is not lazy. Is he is he still working there? He doesn't work for my, for my boss. He works for new uh, the the manufacturer. Oh, okay. So the manufacturer just sends him to all these places with a prototype oh, okay. machine. You know that's why nobody helped him. You know yeah. he got he went there and he said no no I I'll be okay, but like he was he was doing a lot, trying to do a lot in one day. Yeah. Like build an entire machine there. I know it was all more or less done there, but he still had to do a lot in the heat. Yeah. It was unreal, like. The only thing we had to do the next day was a few fiddly bits there and then out onto the field. The, is, is the work is the work harder in Arizona than what you're used to doing at home? Uh, Labour-wise? Yeah. No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, it's the same work, but if the heat's there, nobody expects you to bust yourself. Yeah. You know, like, you just do what you can do because it, you can easily pass out. You should, nobody leaves anybody on their own. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like and is you, that, you something, that's, out, like is that something that's outlined from the start, or is it just everybody looks out for each other? It's just a kind so of. If you passed out outside of your tractor or whatever, you should be dead. Well, uh, like I'd, in a few hours, if nobody came along. Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Like if you're in heat and you pass out with heat stroke or something yeah. like that there, and it's still 40 degrees, yeah, like I'd say so. I'd say it might, might take four or five hours there, but if nobody came. Yeah. Huh. Oh, the, it's, it, it's real. Like the heat there is real. Is it lonelier though in America, like when you're working because it's so vast, no? It, it is in the Texas, the other areas that I was in. Arizona, oh, no. Okay. Arizona's pretty cool there. Because like we were only five minutes away from the city. Well, not oh, even okay. five minutes, like 20 minutes, half an hour. And um, there was a lot smaller farms and a lot more people, you know, there's more okay. cars, more everything. Whereas if we were down in Texas, nothing, nothing for hours either way. It was very vast. You would even like when you're actually like working, like you were saying, I remember before, like that you might even see the other person that's been in the same field as you for like an hour because. Yeah, that, that, that so can weird. happen. 
that can happen there. But it wasn't too bad with this man. You know, there was there was a field manager. He'd drive around every so often and pull in if you you weren't doing anything. And you'd chat to him for a while. Okay. Like it was you you didn't mind it after a while. It is different. You know, yeah. like uh, it's usually if you're out in New Zealand or Ireland there, you know, you talk to the farmer or talk to the boys you're working with. Yeah. There, you know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like. Yeah, so it, it still is different there, but it's not as bad. Like, and then you have a bit of scenery in Arizona as well. Like, you've got all the big, big mountains all over, mm. and they you never get bored of them because every day is different. Like every time you you see a sunrise or a sunset, the whole scenery just changes all the time. Because wow. so it's you, very you, poetic there. Well, it's true. Like you know, it's it. You never get bored. You never get bored of that there because there's some days you. You'd be chopping along there, you know, tr the pressure's on to try and get the last few load in, and then all of a sudden you look over and it's like, whoa, that's some scenery right there, you know, because the sun's just hitting it a, a certain way. Nothing beats an Arizona sunrise or a sunset, nothing. And are you going to stay there? I don't know, I'll do another nine months if I get this visa, you know, if all goes well, like, there's no guarantee in that, like. But uh, I'll do, I, I didn't get bored. I didn't get bored of the job or the scenery, whereas when I was down in Texas, I was bored all the time, like. Not with the machine, but just the set and everything, you know, if you had a wet. But do you think as well, has the fact that, because Jackie was there, something. Oh, yeah, that, that was you know a huge I mean? Like, you had a life, we'll say, outside of your work, like, whereas when you were in Texas, a place like that, you had no life. Yeah, well, and like you no said, life. there was nothing around. Nothing around. But at the same time, there's always something to do. Like, if the boss man says, uh, you very rarely get time off if you don't want it, you know, because okay, yeah. you, you've still got your 40 hours a week. Whereas when we were in Texas, wet day, you've no yard work, you've no nothing there, stay in the motel or drive around, do whatever. So if you want your, if you still want 40, 50 hours a week there, just doing yard work, come into the yard, do whatever you can. So you can keep busy that way. But then, like, there's a couple of lads there, a couple of South Africans, they're good fun. Like, they're, like they want to go and visit all these places. And Arizona has got a lot a lot around it like you only need to go an hour either any any direction and there's something there's something everywhere there's mm -hmm. a city there there's plenty to do in the city you know you can go to the cinema something as simple as going to the cinema there makes a big difference yeah or going to a big shopping center or just you know looking around and whatnot or you can go up north you can go to the grand canyons two and a half hours away you can go to flagstaff you can go to sedona the big you know the big red rocks there you know mm -hmm. you've seen the apache pizzas that's sedona mm -hmm. You can go to Jerome, you can go south, go to Tombstone. There's a lot lot to see, a lot to do. Whereas when we're in Texas, five hours every direction. Even the, and it's a very boring ride for them four hours. What part of Texas are you in again? Uh Delhart was the worst. Plainview wasn't so bad. There was a bit of bit of life there, you know. And is it almost like desert where you were in Texas or No, I wouldn't say a desert in Texas there. It's very vast, you know, it's very flat and plain. Yeah. But uh it was the pure desert in Arizona. And, the, and that was almost more, there was more happening in Arizona than there was oh, in yeah, Texas. Yeah, but you're right beside a city and there's I a lot see, of history, yeah. you know, yeah. it's it's va it's not that vast really. How big is uh, Phoenix as a city? How many people do you know? I haven't a clue there, but the city itself is huge, like it's very well spread out. Like there's really four cities in one. Wow. Oh. Like there's Glendale, Mesa, Phoenix, Chandler, you know, like there's, oh, and it's yeah. all it's all very vast like. Easy to get around, like there's a, there's a bypass right around it there. American yeah. road systems are good, like there's never any... They're good if you can pay attention. To learn the, how yeah, to use them. Learn their way. Their way is very unusual compared to like, say, German. The German roads are, German roads are very, very efficient there. Mm -hmm. like, see the signs, see the, even the markings on the road, very good. 
you can follow them. Yeah. America's very the, the thing that I always find strange about America is they do everything in feet, don't they? Yeah, they don't and, and feet in yards, so everything seems like it's a lot shorter. A lot longer, is it not? Well, it depends if the sign is in feet. Are the signs in feet or yards? I, I have a feeling in some places they're in feet, but I'm not sure. I think uh, I'm not sure either. Because I just feet. remember seeing a hundred on a sign, and then you seem like you're at the junction much quicker than a hundred meters. You know, coming yeah. up to a roundabout in Ireland, you'd be three hundred. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, and it's kind of there's another prime example from what we were talking about last night. Like, yeah, they still work in feet and yards. Yeah, and like they still have what else do they do? Fractions, but. For twos, I, I three quarter inch, yeah. half inch instead of millimeters. Millimeters. Yeah. I spoke to my dad about this. He <coughs> said, "Why don't the Americans go metric, or why don't the British go fully metric?" Because and they're miles as well, aren't they, rather than kilometers? Yeah, they are. And my dad said the wonderful thing is, is that they're always done in like three, four, sixes, and twelves, right? So you take the number of hours in a day, for example, metric time wouldn't work. If you've twelve hours, you can divide it very easily up into thirds, quarters. You know, and then you've got your 60 minutes, which is easy to break into 20, 15, 10, 5. You know, all these numbers divide in. But if you do everything as 10 and 100, what divides in? 10, 5, 20, 50. But more numbers divide into 60. And so it's a better way of actually breaking things down for measuring and stuff like that as well. And that's why it's seemingly stuck so long. It's easier for, like, quantifying things as groups, as, like, 2s, 3s, 4s, 6s. They all divide in. So 10 is not easy to divide by. And so that's why for weighing and all that kind of stuff, they stick with the old method. But what I always don't quite understand is why the Americans are convinced the the English are metric. You see it in The Simpsons all the time, you know? Marge Simpson goes crazy in one episode and she goes, you know, and they, oh, they're metric over there. Britain's not metric. It's metric for some things. It's decimalized for money. Mm-hmm. but It's more Europe, isn't it? It's Europe, Europe so yeah. Europe, very much, yeah. Yeah, because America still at pounds as well. Yeah. As in when you're weighing. Yeah, that's like, right. Everything's moving to kg. And my here. mother would always weigh in pounds and ounces. She'd mm-hmm. never use kilograms or grams. It doesn't make sense. Well, neither do I. I always use pounds and ounces. Yeah, I always use kilos. Maybe yeah, I have to now because that's what I was in my department of education inspection as well. She was saying you need to change, and I had I had measured the kids as well in feet and inches. And she's like, no, you can't do that. It has to be in meters yeah. and centimeters. Yeah, yeah, that's unreal. I suppose it's a, it's a change, but if we all go to one system, it it, it does get easier, but. It, yeah, I mean, doing everything in 10 is easy if you're multiplying, but it's not easy if you're dividing, I guess, is the reason. Yeah, but I can't stand the imperial system for tools. Three-quarter inch and three qu- th- five-eighths. Yeah, one and five strange. Eighths there, cause strange. Like, it's way easier there. 17 mil, 19 mil. <laughs> you know what I mean there? Is it bigger or smaller? Well, 18's bigger and 16 smaller than 17. Mm. Whereas five-eighths and three-quarters is just like, what the fuck? Like? Do you know, which, I, I is keep Do you know which is bigger? Three-quarters. Good. I'm glad you said that. Otherwise you know, but like at the time, you have to think about it. Yeah, whereas yeah. it comes naturally. Yeah, if you ask for 17 or an 18, you know which one is bigger. Yeah. 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 But you have to think about it. Like, But then again, to them, they uh, don't yeah, have to think it's about it. Yeah, it's just second nature. like, And that's why, like, you're just after saying, you, you use kg, but I can't. I use pounds and ounces, like, and I'm like, flip, how many is that like and the same when you hear babies born like babies were always like seven pounds eight ounces yeah but now they've been measured in kg and so somebody says oh they're whatever you kg know, i'm like it's funny like i, I google what it is i know a bag of sugar i know a bag of sugar is a kg but thinking of something living as kg 
in my mind, still is a little bit difficult. I still mm. think in s- stones and pounds, you know? Yeah. I'm very into it now. We are, yeah. And now you've just broken the, uh, broken the, uh, broken the cycle. The immersion. Yeah. You've, you've, you've just broken the immersion. But you obviously like living in America, do you? Uh, living in America. I know this time around. You know, like the last time I liked living in it there because of the obvious. I know, but like, why? Oh, because you went back after Texas because you'd already met Jackie, was it then? I went back. I, I went to a different man. I went to a man that promised me a job. And a visa, and it never happened. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but you worked in Texas and whatever. I'm saying, like, how come then you chose? Ago, yeah, like, how come you chose to go back to America? But you did go back. But oh yeah, I, I went back for her. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Can you like tell? You that did. was the only reason. Yeah. Can you tell the story of that without naming the person you were working for? I don't really want to talk about that story. Like, I've no, there's, there's nothing good about it. Like, it's just, it was a, just a dickhead. Fucking asshole. Yeah. yeah. No, before that. Before that, when he gave you the job interview over the phone. Oh yeah, when he when he gave me the job and like I rang him and uh, a buddy of mine said there, give this man a ring there. They seem to have a big outfit. It said five choppers there, you know, and the and the chop for the biggest farm in America. So there must be it must be a pretty decent job. And I rang him. He was totally fucking loaded. He was drinking beers and burping and farting there and pissing away whenever. You know, man, I take a piss where whenever I'm talking to you. I was like, you can do whatever you want. <clears throat> okay, and then just start just pissing away. Like, oh, God, I've been needing that for a while. And he just went on and on. And I'm not joking. I couldn't stop laughing. Like, I really couldn't stop laughing. That's what kind of sold me the idea of going, you know, take, yeah. going for it with him. Because he seemed like good fun. But then when he sobered up there, he was just a mess of a man. Like that's exactly why, because he was an alcoholic. Well, clearly. yeah, yeah, but sure, you then, don't you don't know that at the time. Yeah. Because in fairness, everybody drinks out there. You know, like the last the the first crew I was with, should they be drinking 10, 10, 11 o'clock in the day? A couple of the men there are just drinking away all day long. There, they wouldn't get loaded. You know, they just have a beer eleven o'clock, a beer twelve o'clock, maybe skip it on to about three. You know. And then if the w- we weren't working and we we're working outside, you couldn't really do it there because you just you'd get real tired. And four or five o'clock, ah, let's go back to the cooler. And the cooler's in the back of the pickup there and just, that's it, a couple of cold ones. Like, I never did there. I, I'm not a big fan of beer. don't drink beer at all. But so you were the odd one out then? I was the odd one out. Mm. I was the odd one out there. I was like, you want one? Nah, I'm all right. And... So, if the only reason you went back was for Jackie, then how come you're going to go back again? I like the job. The job that I fell into. Okay. I like the job. And I you like, like Arizona. I like Arizona. I do really like it. I don't like Texas, New Mexico. They're all boring as hell, but Arizona's got a lot of character. Uh, is Arizona the fa- your favourite place you've ever worked? Uh, where? Newbless. Newbless. Yeah. <laughs> great place to work. That, it's hard to tell, like, because Arizona's different to everywhere else. Like, you know, you ever see the Mad Max films? Okay. Well, it's like the Mad Max films. <laughs> oh, okay. So Wait, it's, no, edit that again. Ask me again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I like the scenery. I haven't got bored of it. You know, when I was in New Zealand, I said, oh, man, I'd love to live here. But then I've done it five years. You know, I've done five seasons. And then, yeah, so then you obviously really liked it in New Zealand if you did five seasons. Oh yeah, like yeah. the thing is, 
it doesn't really bother me where I am. Like, even Austria was real nice, only just the language barrier. Mm. Ireland is the best place of them all if the sun, sun shines. shines. If it shined, I'd be here all the time. I'd never leave. Mm. But, you know, that, that summer, th summer of uh, 13, like, that was just one of the best summers ever, to, just even to be in Monaghan. Because Monaghan won the Ulster Finals. The whole lead-up to them winning there was brilliant. Whenever they won, it was the, the Country Fest in Monaghan. That's like a four-day uh, jiving thing. And sure, what do you call that by his wagon wheel? Nathan Carter. Nathan, Nathan Carter came out and goes, Come on, Monaghan! Whenever we won there, the fucking crowd went stone bananas. Like, you couldn't then have... Then revisit it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, then, then, then you just top it. That's what made use, it the best ever. it off. Nathan yeah. Carter raised the roof, but we took it. Yeah. We took it to the limit. sky's the limit. You know, that was great. And then every summer I've been back here since it's been wet. And it's just like, why? What am I doing? Like, mm. I've got the choice of going somewhere else. And I haven't got bored of, uh, of Arizona yet. You know, the job that I'm in there, I'm happy to go into that yard and talk into the four or five boys all the time. We always have good, good, good fun there. Uh, the work's there. The hours is there. I like the I like the job that I'm in. I like the area. So, you know. But saying that, another nine months of that, I could be just bored and say, right. Is there anywhere you'd like to go? Still. Yeah. I don't really know. Like I suppose uh, everybody talks about Australia, but for you haven't gone to Australia. No, have you? I haven't went to Australia. But my line of work. I'll be out in the middle of nowhere. Mid yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be in the cities where nowhere a lot of my near. friends are, are the, the, the tradesmen, you know, and they're enjoying the cities. I don't, so I don't know whether to go there or not. Yeah, because when you talk to people, we'd say that works like, so my friend, she is a, an engineer. Actually, she works Just in the mines. South Africa would be a place I'd like to go. I just thought of it there now. Yeah? Yeah. Because then buddies of mine... Uh, were South African and they were showing me pictures there oh, and I was like just the most beautiful yeah, country it looks world. unbelievable yeah. you it's know? very dangerous though that's the problem mm -hmm. you know, he tells me the stories about the way the whole political thing over there and, like and that's it it's South African people tell you that it's so dangerous yeah. so it's not being stereotypical because yeah. remember Harry used to yeah, always yeah. tell us like yeah. it was yeah. it's so and dangerous it's getting he said it's the most beautiful country in the world but it's the most dangerous I remember one yeah. day I went down and was talking to him at the butchers and this is probably not long after he started or whatever and I was like tell me about you know South Africa or whatever and he's like oh my god it's just so beautiful he goes but you couldn't go and I was like what and he goes he goes if you went he goes there'd be a very high chance that you'd get raped or murdered mm. and I was like what and he's like that's what happens every day I remember him telling me that and I was just like yeah. oh and even like the cities is really really bad but even on the out in the, the countryside is nearly worse because um, the, uh, the natives want their, their land back Mm. And they're they're going to uh, these these families these white families, and they're despicable. Like they will, they will um, they rape the the mothers the daughters, and then they'll just hack off the the fellas, hack them off little bit by bit, and they'll fil film it there, and they'll do scare tactics with all with the neighbouring farms, and they'll say either run leave the leave the ground there we'll take it we'll take it back, or stay there and we'll hack you up. Mm -hmm. So what, that's, that's some way of living in fear if you're out in the middle of nowhere mm -hmm. in South Africa. So, I, man, I could... And, I, of course, I've been educated a lot more with these, yeah, these with lads and that there because they're starting to show me a lot of stuff and a lot of this, uh, the videos they see and that. And when you watch that, you just think, whoa, that's... How can you live in that fear mm. all the time? Like, you know, at night, you need a shotgun at your hand nearly all the time there in case uh, these people invade you. But then... Is that not the way people were living in the north? 
Well, that that's true. I mean, what's the difference between here in the seventies and whatnot, mm -hmm. and, and there now? You know, so it's relative. Mm -hmm. It's all relative. I like saying that. There it makes me sound makes me feel smart. Oh, you only learned what that meant yesterday. I, I knew what it meant, but I wanted to know before you coming on. I never really used it correctly, was it? <laughs> well, I wanted to know before coming on to hear if I was using it correctly. I was. He but was. No. He was using it. Correctly. Yeah, but I was saying there about you know my friend and she's an engineer and she was working out in the mines like. And she just said it. It's just like horrible existence. Where? In Australia. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, she said it was fine. Like when you got brought back in, or back in the city, or whatever. Like you know, because they'd fly you out to the mines and mm. whatever. And she's like, once you're out there, like you're out there. And like she said, there was a little bit around the mines then because you have the people there. <laughs> but like, imagine like you've been right out. Like you'd be out in the outback probably yeah. somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not going to have shop, even a shop probably. Do you know? Yeah. It'd be really difficult. To That's it. Like as bad as I think Texas is. Yeah, I imagine Australia know, is Australia a hundred times worse. What worse. are they mining? You said the diamonds, mine. diamonds or gold. It depends. No, coal. not in Australia. Yeah, in Australia, coal. No. Coal, coal in Australia, because right now the coal mines are not doing that well in New Mexico. Zealand, and they have to. Uh, now, of course, there's different mines. You know what I mean there, but the coal's coal's one of them at the minute, because I think is it Oceana, Oceanic. Have stopped mining in uh, New Zealand. Coal's still there, but they say it's just fit more feasible in Australia at the minute. I felt like it was something like glass or something that she was mining. No, glass, gas, gas. gas. It could be. It could be. I, I, I'm I know, but like we're, it's <laughs> we're say, we're we're saying there's a girl working in a mine company in Australia. Like Australia's a huge, huge, place. massive, yeah. yeah. And like one of the other girls, Mary Daly. She was working at, in the canteen in a, one of the in out in the mines oh, in Australia. Even that's good money. Um, yeah, she said it's insane. Like every day, like you have to do like health checks every single day. Yeah, as soon as everybody. You win, yeah, yeah, health checks. Drug, drug test, alcohol test. But mental. Mental. Mental, as in you have to say how you're feeling in that day, and so if you're not feeling like, so probably not her in the kitchen, but like this was like Nicola was saying, like so you're asked like. Are you feeling okay today? Like, because if anything went wrong, you could kill a lot of people. Mm. So if you're not really on your game, then you were sent home. Like, if you said no, I actually well, I'm Do not. Do you get paid? Probably not. But so then, why would you? Say, you're always going to yeah. say yes, I'm money. fine because I need. Yeah, money. but then if you said no and you got paid, then everybody would be saying no. But yeah, that's that's going to be I the think, problem. So I, I don't think, think it was. I think you took your job seriously and you understood that if there that there was a well, big so then it, it works both so. ways because it's like oh, it can't be ours today. I, I don't feel well. You know, I'll just stay in. Yeah, well, I'm sure there's lots of people to do that, that did that too. Yeah, but how do you run a business like that? But how often, like, if you had that choice when you were you're in Arizona, how many times would you phone in? Phone in that I was sick. Yeah, if you were asked every day. What do you mean now? If like I was genuinely asked, sick? No, if you were asked, if they asked you that question every day, like, are you mentally okay, like, to go out today? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take a day off. Like. Yeah, you see, and there's, like, most people are like that. There is yeah, a few yeah, that see, way see, to use it, like. I think I there's a danger, oh. though, that people will say they're okay when they, if they're, even well, yeah, if they don't feel it. But even if I, even if, yeah. if no, I was like that. No, maybe they did get paid. I don't really know, but I guess. There's probably some sort of system. Like, that everything like, is we're, checked we're just... every day. And what was she, she was working in a canteen, was it? Mary was, but I don't know if she was asked, like, her mental health. But like, that could have been Nicola that was saying that. But, yeah, you get alcohol tested, drug tested, 
Like, so you should be really careful. Like, even when you go home, like, so, like yeah, you said, like, there's nothing to do after you kind of leave work. And so you can end up having a few beers, but you have to be really careful because if you have any, anything a little bit too much and you have your test in the morning, then you'll be sent home. Yeah. I had a buddy of mine. He went out there, big party. And uh, he said, uh, you're allowed three drinks and no more. He goes, how do you know? Because every day I drink a little bit more and then there was one more and I got caught. And he said, but there's my limit. That's all I need to know. He was on strike one, but he said, but now I know not to get, how not oh, to get a strike, strike two. two yeah. You know, for a stupid man, he was very smart. Yeah. You know? It's a process of elimination, isn't it? But that's, that's yeah. what he done there. Like he even, he started the job on a Friday. He was a carpenter. He was very lucky to get the job. And then he went on a bender all Saturday and Sunday. And then Monday morning, he had to say he was sick. I'm sorry, I, um, I don't feel that well, you know. And th this would have been years ago. This would have been six, seven, six years ago there. So maybe they're not as tight as they were. But I thought it was very funny. Yeah, actually, you know, second day of work, I'm sick because <laughs> he didn't want to get sacked. Because he would have got sacked, I think, because he was well over the limit. Oh, okay. He was well over the limit there. He said there was no way he'd pass. Mm. You know, when she was working out there, it could have been her that had to do the mental health thing as well, because she was doing the night shift. Yeah. She was going to work, I think it was at two o'clock at night, something around that. And she was in and she was doing all the prep for her breakfast oh, okay. and everything. And she did that shift. I think she was finished then by like eight o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock in the morning. And then she's having to go home and go to bed. So maybe she started at 12 or something yeah, and worked till I eight. Can, I can understand though. I can understand why people would be interested in your mental mm. welfare. Yeah, I think it must have been her. When if you're working hours that yeah. late. Because they've, sh they've shown connection between darkness and depression. Mm -hmm. right? so. yeah. Well, Australia is real, real strict. Australia is unreal strict with laws and regulations and health and safety. Especially to do with fruit and vegetables. That, well, because so. Superman's over in Australia and he says there for, for the cranes... And he says there, like, it's brutal. Any, anything at all there, any snag at all there, they'll nearly shut you down. Well, not shut you down, like, but they have that potential. And did they find... Cranes, I thought he did the... He isn't a crane driver, crane driver, but he does a lot of the maintenance work on the windmills. Yeah. Which are the windmills have to be tired okay, up yeah, by, yeah, by the cranes, yeah. you know. Uh, but he's, he's climbed up the ladder more. Like, he's organising people now. I think he's doing a lot of work. Like he's, he's starting to climb up. But he's a, he's a worker, like. He's always playing someplace different. But, uh, he's always tagging himself. Yeah. Oh, like, he's he's a worker, boy. He is, he's a, he'll keep going. Like, he's the only man to say that if he went drinking the night before, he'd be up the next day and not a bother on him. He'll be dying, but he'll just get he'll home get with it. Like, he doesn't bitch and moan about it. Uh, unlike me. Unlike me as well. Would <laughs> you bitch and moan oh, about it if you were? Yeah, if I, was, if I was hung over the next day. Well, I definitely cannot. I haven't. <laughs> God, no. Not, I, I, not anymore. I mean, maybe when I was about 20, I could live with it the next day, but not now. Like, no way. Oh, my God. I don't know how I ever kept my job in Super Value. You always turned up on time. You no, always I didn't. Did you? Did you? Were you late? So late, so many times. How did you get away with it? Because you were young and they just knew the crack. Like, one mm. morning, I remember... We were at, I was out with my ex and I was like, wake me up. But we only went to bed at like seven o'clock and I think I'd, I'd be working half eight. I was opening with you know who. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you know who. Because you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And, I, you don't need to know. You know and uh, so I was like, whatever you do, make sure I'm awake. And I have to get up. So I had like an hour to sleep to get up. And I remember I just, I woke up 
and I actually maybe Siobhan called me or maybe Natalie was staying at the time and Natalie could have called me either and it was like five to nine and I was like ah, shit and I jumped out of the bed and like I ran downstairs and drove to work and ran in and I ran upstairs and I clocked in you used to use your hand remember yeah. that and you, I ran back down and I got my till and I got to the till and I was like okay nobody knows like, obviously they know I mean I wasn't there I was like about 45 minutes late for work and I remember and I just and I sat down and I Shit! I had totally forgot to put on a bra. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I remember and it that. was fucking freezing. I was in at 11 o'clock. And I had to go then to the manager and I was just like, eh, can I go home for a little while? And remember, I was You answering. explained it to her and yeah. she was like, and yeah. I, and she, you know, she was like, no, why could you go home? And I was like, eh, well, I actually just I came to work and I forgot to put on my bra. And she was like, I don't even want to know. Just go home and yeah. put it on and come back. Oh. Yeah. yeah, well, she for me, because I have any small, I just need it for warmth. Ladies with the larger chests need it for support. I guess we're, we're, we're learning things today about bras and yeah. their functions. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't think you'd need to go home. Like, how long did it take to go home and back? She lived in town. She oh, lived right. in St. Albans. St. Albans, yeah. It was fucking freezing and she had nips to be everywhere. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't need, I, I've got nips. I don't need a bra. <laughs> maybe you do and you just haven't tapped into that side yet oh yeah maybe I should wear a bra yeah, try and it. see what it's try like it. change yeah. the world I'll, yeah it'd be a revolution it's like wow this is the new me the new me no, no. Yeah. it was the me you always were it was the me I always wanted to be yeah. but I was too afraid <laughs> I'd love it if you kept a beard <laughs> <laughs> wearing a bra and a beard yeah us. No. And we're the good fellas. Well, she was giving out that she's never met you. Okay. How have you never met Trevor? Who's never met Trevor? Have you Davina? met? Davina. Should have been never met Trevor. Have you met Davina? Yeah, of course. Time. But I haven't. No. See, Millie. I consider it a blessing if I was Davina. Yeah, I know. I told her. I was like, you don't want to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nice fellow. Paul fella. was talking about you. He was like, they're really good friends, aren't they? And it was like. <laughs> when? Yeah, today. Uh, yeah. And he's like, like, you know, they just, he's like, there was great banter, like, between the two of them. I was like, yeah. But that's why we got he the podcast. He thought you were cousins. That's what it was. Right? Yeah. He was like, so are they cousins? And I was like, no. And he's like, but they're real close. I was like, yeah, they're just friends. I was like, well, they no, went to boarding school really. together. So I was like, I think that that probably changes your relationship. Well, not really, does it? Yeah, because you lived together. School. like Yeah. Yeah. Because we were living together for, we lived together for five Four, no, four, four and eight years. Do you know, and you're seeing each other all day, every day, for what, five days a week? Yeah. Well, I guess that's true. Like, even there, like, sure, me, you, Grant, and Colin were pretty close there. Yeah, well, I mean, we, apart from first year, for second, third, and fourth, and the start of fifth year, we always were in the same. Same group. Same group. Same four beds. That, yeah, that's right. We'd always group. Yeah. Group together. When you're in the early years, you always want to be on top. And then when you get older, you're like, fuck that. It's I too much want, effort to get I on always, top. So I always, always <laughs> the Oh, so. where did you hear that? Listen to that uh, back. No, I, always, I'm talking, I always want to, to be I'm on talking the bottom. About bunks, bunk beds. Bunk I think beds. you need to clarify what? that. You're talking about bunk That's, beds. Uh, it just shows you what, what kind of uh, mind people have. because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course we were talking about bunk beds. We were. Boarding school, The funny thing is, the way that the conversation going. Boarding school, being on top of each other. <laughs> I always wanted to be on the bottom. I hated being on top. Really, you don't like being on top, do you not? Well, it depends what we're talking about now. <laughs> but like in the bunk bed situation, there, I always I like being on the bottom. Hated the top. Yeah, it was too much effort. 
I kept thinking it was fa- going to fall. Well, they, they, uh, would you not be more worried that, like, being on the bottom, that this person up on the top could fall down through the fucking thing on top of you? Didn't, nah, didn't, didn't, never happened. Didn't Darren fall out one time? I don't know, but he was stupid. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? How did he fall? If he did, he probably sabotaged no, himself. I, I, this man, right, Darren, he used to he used to cry out for attention there. So what he do was, uh, in transition year, we had a small room, and the the roof was real, real low. At one end of the roof. At one end yeah. of the roof, and he was tall. So if he uh, leaned up real quick, he would genuinely hit his head. There was one night he hit his head. He was oh me head, and uh, so we all started laughing. But so then the next night, poof, oh me head. You know, he hit it with his hand there. I was like, it's not funny when we can see you do that, like... Like, that's how much of a moron he was. I thought. Yeah. Well, he was just looking for attention. I like Darren. She was an attention seeker, all right. I like Darren. And was he not only a child? Huh? He was actually the youngest person in the year. The youngest person in the he year? He was the youngest person in the year. When yeah, he started so fights probably, the first him and, Joe's, him and Joe. I'm avoiding saying second, second names, obviously. Mm. So... He was the youngest man. He started fights the first few days. He wanted, he wanted attention. Oh, <gasps> and you didn't turn that's your phone so on That's so unprofessional. Silent. Oh my god. I'm on silent now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Very uh, unprofessional. Boarding school was good fun, like. Yeah, I enjoyed but it. But it was only good fun if you're on the right side of people. Yeah, that's definitely true. Because you're one of the few people being bullied. Hey. Man, that was a tough time for anybody. Yeah, like, I mean, I suppose for people that don't go to boarding school, that's, like, it's, like, my worst nightmare. Mm. But, like, you talk about it and you say it was brilliant. It was one of the best times of your life. Well, you're always going to look back with rose-tinted windows. windows. (laughs) But you're always going to look back on it, like, um, but for the majority of the time. Nah, well, a good portion of the time. I think Summers was always good. The winters, you know, can be tough. You know, Christmas time was tough. Because as soon as school was over, it was dark. Yeah. So we had no mm. activities after school there, you know. Whereas uh, once it got April, May, June... Uh, it was always sport. So, yeah, even when you went to prep, the sun was going down there and you kind of looked yeah. out and, there. And, and so, sometimes on nice... Prep? prep was where you'd done your homework at about half six. Prep so was from quarter to seven to half nine, nine for juniors. Usually seven o'clock for me because I was cool. Yeah, I and you were made stand by Bradshaw. <laughs> So well, every night. Every oh night. my god! And how did you do that every day till nine o'clock, half nine? Yeah, you had you, to go. You had to go two hours of homework. Yeah. What? When else would the homework be done? Yeah. So. Duh. So my. That's why we were so smart. I was a bit lucky though. I we did. Always I did music in leaving sir. So at ten past nine in fifth year and sixth year. Uh, Miss, I, I Miss, can I go, please? I I was. Well, it's every, a really that's what long day, done. though. Oh, like, yeah, I mean, for I, me, I used to go home from school, and I was home from school by about half four, and I had my homework done by six. Yeah. So I was done. Yeah, but that's two <laughs> hours. Four to six. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that I know you had, like, time off till it was prep time, but you were still always thinking, oh, fuck, I have to go to this now and do my homework. Like, I mean, that made your day very the, long. It was just part of the it routine. It depends what way you looked at it. If you did I, nothing in it, it was all right. If you slept there, it was bedtime. <laughs> It was great. And then bedtime was whenever we just uh, took the first year Yourself stuff. What time was, did school start then? How, how did you to be up by a certain time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to be, but... <laughs> it never happened. It never happened. When we were in junior, sir, we'd always get up, right? And yeah. then as soon as we... What time were you meant to get up at? Uh, Man, I can't in first year and third first year. Bell. First, first bell third and bell. sixth, first bell to get up was quarter to eight. And then breakfast at eight. 
and then second bell at eight for breakfast at quarter past eight. And uh, yeah. And what was for breakfast? Cereal. Yeah, cereal. That yeah. was it, wasn't it? Yeah. You had cereal first thing in the morning, you had cereal last thing at night. Yeah. And then in between you had some sort of concoction of food. Well, you had dinner in the middle of the day. Dinner was around... Like dinner was time. from 10 past yeah, 1 for the borders. Ten. Yeah, it was 10 past 1 to 10 past 2. It was a day of school as well. There was day pupils. Yeah. But oh, okay. But was there many... What was there more of? Day pupils or borders? Day pupils. It was, it was, it was, it was nearly half and half. It was nearly it was half and half. Oh. Dropped dropped a good bit now. Mostly days. Mostly oh, all yeah. days now. Nobody really goes to boarding school. No, anymore. it's they're, they're becoming things that kind of a little bit outdated, I guess. But the, the model, I actually think, if 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 you're interested in succeeding in academia and you're motivated as a worker, boarding school is a great place because if you want to stay up to, if you're in Leaving Cert and you want to stay up to 11 just studying, they'll let you do that. But you could do that at home? Yes, but it was an environment where you wouldn't be disturbed <coughs> and you had all resources and other people. It was very, so mm, if we yeah, wanted yeah. to stay on from half nine to 11, like two or three of us and work together to help each other work, we could do that. Especially in Leaving Cert, so it was great. Yeah, that was good. And it was good. So, I mean, people are always talking about... I don't think I ever set up once at 11 doing but homework, even in my Leaving Well, I've I, I seen... Um, like, I was always good at TG and technology. And, uh, like, I'd, I... It's TG? I, technical graphics. Drawing, oh, technical right. graphics. Graphics, a junior in general drawing. Um, and I'd help everybody out, and then they'd help me with math. Okay. As in, I'd help them, and then they'd do my math. <laughs> me and Simon, usually. <laughs> usually Simon, yeah. Simon, Simon was always good there, because he'd actually do it. So I'd just say, hey, do it. <gasps> yeah. You see, Where the problem I... with me was I was too interested in explaining it to you. Yeah, that was the problem. I was like, look at what's happening that was here. The... And you're like, I you're don't all, I was just trying to be a teacher. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the problem was too much communication between me and you. I was I interested just in you. I just wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. From the age of 16. And how come you didn't go to college after you did your leave insert? Because I wanted to take a year out and I, I knew my social skills were poor. Okay. And I, if I worked in a shop, that would improve it. And as okay. uncomfortable as it was at this, for the first week of working in that shop. How was it? I was your best friend. Y yeah, but it... it, it, it oh, I just made you uncomfortable because no, I just kept talking to you all the time. No, it's nothing to do with that. It's, was he your agony aunt? We sat on the same day, or I sat the day before you. It's so then he sat after me. So I was just like, hi, on every day. Yeah. How are you on? Yeah. What did you do last night, on? Yeah. <laughs> I stayed at home and played lots of guitar. What did you do, Gemma? Um, you had fun, went out with your friends. Out and I was drinking. Like, uh, and that was a Saturday night. Yeah. That, I know, was, that was probably a Monday night for me. <laughs> no, no, I mean, the, the thing about the shop was, um, I, I even now don't like talking to people who I don't know. I'm clumsy with that. Yeah, but I'm really bad. Yeah, but we got better at it from being in the shop, right? I hate talking to people I don't know. See, I got so I, I started so to I started to love it, and I, I I really liked it. And we were always by the time we before we left, for about a year before I left, and the year by, you were so good. Whereas I was just like, hi, yeah. four ninety five. Yeah. I was Thanks. The, I was I used to set myself targets of being the fastest checkout guy. But also trying to make sure I could have a good length of a conversation. Yeah, you, you, you were amazing always talking. Yeah, yeah you, you were amazing. so you were always talking. Whereas I just got to the point where I was like, "Please don't even come to my till. I, I don't want to speak to anybody today." In the three years I was there, the <laughs> first day my till was out. On the second day my till was out, and then for the next three years, I think it was only out once, and that was something that they knew about, and they were like, "That's fine." What do you mean? Out? Oh, money wise, balance was out. Yeah, <clears throat> one time I said, I, and I did it straight away. I said, 
Uh, Niall, the manager, I said, look, I'm after putting something through and I forgot to put an extra nine at the end, so my till's going to be 10 quid down. And he's like, he goes, did you do it by accident? I said, you know, of course I didn't. He goes, Oh, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Oh my God, my till was always off. And I remember it was off loads yeah, three of times. Time. First two days and then. There was like five or oh. 600 euro missing. And what? Yeah, and they rang me and it was like war over it. And I was didn't like, I didn't steal it. Yeah, I was like, I didn't, don't know why it's out. I says, I didn't give anybody cash back. I didn't do anything. And like, I was getting into serious trouble. And then they were like, oh, actually we found your pod. Um, Cause it was in, it was a Sunday. And you know, the on Sundays, it was, your pod wasn't there. It was anybody's right. pod. Yeah. And you just wrote your name on the sheet. And it just got mixed up and got put back in to the uh, the weekly pods. And That's right, yeah. And it, got, it, got, it was literally, it had just been resting in the wrong place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was getting into big trouble over that. You always got the first blame. I mean, I don't know why, because when I used to be too drunk, I used to tell Arsa and say, Arsa, I'm too drunk to be on the tills. And she'd be like, that's okay, just go down and pack the chefs. <laughs> yeah. But... I, I do think there was a certain camaraderie and a certain... Yeah, when we started, it was, it was so different. It was, yeah. it was so good. I mean, there was some great people there. There was... It was of all young people. Yeah. So there it was, was all the same mentality. There was like. all of the uh, the lads from, from Balnalee. Well, see, there was all young people on the tills. There was young people in the deli. There was young people in the butchers. Yeah. There was young people on the floor. It was everywhere. And they were all our age group. Yeah. Maybe a year or two older than us. Yeah. And then after a while, then we, we were there a few years, a year or two younger than us. Yeah. So it was nice. And then I go in nowadays and I don't even, you don't, there's literally Kathleen and Muriel and maybe Michael down at the, you know, the I, was, I would never really go in there that much. That's now. it. So, no, there were great days when we started. Like I loved it for the first couple of years. And yeah. Loved it. It was brilliant. But then I got tired of it. Yeah, but this is the thing. I, I remember saying to a good friend of mine who was going in there and I said, you're gonna last three years. Like after three years, he he you you would have worked with him, Mono. Yeah. Did you not work with Mono? Yeah. So Mono started then and must have le- worked there just after you left. And Mono worked there and I said Why did you stay working after I left? No, I left before you. Yeah. Yeah. So Mono must have joined then just after you left. Okay. And he took over minerals. Minerals oil. Oh. Yeah. So um he started working there and I said, You're gonna last three years. And a few of my friends were like what are, you, what are you saying? Like, this is a job he has. And I said, yeah, but he, he'll, he'll get tired of it after three years. And they were like, oh, do you think he, are you saying he has to move on to better things? And I was like, no. I said, trust me, you'll work in that shop. You'll realize after three years that you'll want something different. And either you've, you've gone in there with the goal of, I'm in college, I need money at the weekend. Or after three years of stacking shelves, you go, I think my skill set can be used somewhere else. And after three years, he quit. So... I think three years is a good amount of time when you're that age. No, I worked you know, four. You worked four. Mm-hmm. I thought it was three and a half. No. Nope. Four years. Mm-hmm. Was it cold and lonely without me? Very. Was it actually, yeah? Because yeah, Mary Daly would have so gone as well. genuinely in there. <laughs> no, but Mary Daly would have gone yeah, as well. Yeah, everybody was gone. I was the last one left. Yeah. Um, that would have started with all of us. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Yeah. It's... I stayed until the August and I started in the August. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it might not have been exactly to the date four years but it was the same you, month I, I would strongly advise if anybody ever feels uncomfortable and they feel socially awkward get a job working on a till where you have to talk to people you will either not last or you will get better at it mm. you know and I think most people will actually get better it's practice well, it's practice well you should always try things that make you feel uncomfortable uh, yeah, no, that push you outside your comfort zone. Comfort zone, I think, yeah, is that. I th- yeah. 
I certainly don't think, I think in the modern world, I think there's uh, people think, oh, you know, uh, oh, that might make such and such uncomfortable. Better not do that. No, there are things in life that make you uncomfortable you should do. Definitely. Absolutely. But then there are things in life that make you uncomfortable, you know, unwanted advances and such. Well, yeah, I mean. You know. <coughs> but no, I know what you're saying. That's feeling uncomfortable. Trevor said you should do things that, that makes you feel uncomfortable. So, I mean. Yeah, well, as in your de- it's your decision. Yeah. You, yeah, I know. I agree with that. I'm just saying if somebody puts you in an uncomfortable position, that can be a good thing if it's like, you know, you're doing like a talent show or something. Yeah, pushing and it, Yeah, and it pushes you further. Or it could be a bad thing as in like mm-hmm. yeah, coercion, yeah. which is not good. So, Luckily, that's not what I meant. No, I know, but this is the important thing of debate. We then educate ourselves and understand what we do. We do educate ourselves. Oh, yeah. Are you not old? I've been picking up the whole time. Yeah, your hair's been like that since you sat down. <gasps> yeah, it looks I like was, your hair is in two I was stages. I was like, How? why is he le- leaving his hair like that when he's doing this? But like, you know, can you see it at that? No, you could see it on the screen. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's just a big gigantic, cut, cut, big gigantic ball patch. <laughs> Everything we've just recorded has to just it just ha- be cut. You can edit that out, can't you? <laughs> do you know what? Just airbrush. Do some, do some I'll airbrush some okay. hair on there. Do some photoshopping. Do some airbrushing, Photoshop, and get some hair there. But it actually looks like you've got two <clears throat> two stages of hair. There's like this stage and then this stage. Well, yeah, that there's is it the quiff? Yeah, it's the quiff. Some quiff. Yeah. It was better last night. I'm pretty sure you were happy that 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 hair quiffed to the side kind of came back, and they started calling it a comb over. Because then you could actually say your legitimate comb over to cover up your baldness was fashionable. Well, it's not that bad. No, it's not. There's give no eyes. Give, give it another year. It'll be terrible. Yeah. Are you going bald? Like, well, I've I've been steadily going bald. Do you know? But I'm, your dad's not bald. My dad. Yeah. My dad has been bald since he was thirty. Roy's he's got hair on the Roy's back and all. Yeah, like right. Derek's got serious head of hair. Mm. There's no, there's no, there's a little bit in the back, but nothing yeah. severe there. Right, Ray's is just sort of around here, but it's. Just <laughs> has a lot of it everywhere. He's, he's got a lot of a lot of hair. Oh, I, I, I haven't seen your dad in years. Clearly, forget what he looks like. Just used to fancy him. That's one thing you and Jackie have in common. <laughs> No, genuinely there. She, because every so often I get pictures of, uh, or videos from mum there, like at parties, you know, like with the, the wee ones. And she, like, I'd show her there and she, she just, she'd zoom in right over to dad there and just say, oh my God, he's adorable. And just, <laughs> she's just sitting there, like. <laughs> Is Tommy McCarter going to be listening to this? Nah, I'd hardly doubt he'd be listening to going that well. Tinder's kind of a dead loss nowadays. Does anybody go on that? Well, I don't know. Me. Yes, you do. Well, obviously, yeah, you do, obviously. But when you're, you were talking about this last night. So, what is there then? Watch I more. said plenty of fish, but you were like, mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, but plenty. Of, even for Owen to go on, I think speed dating's the way. Do you oh, do like use Tinder and stuff to actually just go on a date, or do you just try use to try and get sex? Both. Yeah, so like you're not. No, it all depends. It it really all depends. Like, do you know what I mean? That you can't decide by a picture. You can't say, oh, 
Well, you can, but you know. No, yeah, but like, that's what I mean. Like, are you on there to just look for sex? Or are you looking I'm for another relationship? I'm like? on there because I'm bored. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, whenever so you're, you're just for sex. It's just boredom, like flicking. Like, it's just a great way. It's like Snapchat going through people's stories or Facebook. It's just a way of getting through the day. Some of the day. Do you know what I mean there? For like, yeah, but I'm just, well, I'm, I'm not. Well, I'm trying to ask ye as single guys in their late 20s. Like, yeah, yeah. When you are on like something, a dating app, is it just for sex, or do you actually want to go on a date with a girl? Don't we use Both. it? Both. I can't speak. How come we don't use it? Tinder. Yeah, or any dating app. No real interest. Okay. At the moment, no. The likes of Tinder and POF, like they're they're just. I'm in through those just hooking up apps that happen that people happen to certain people happen to find another pair find their one you know what I mean there mm-hmm. whereas the other what, like my friend is going out with a guy and like they've been living together now for a few years and they just moved down south as well in England and like they met online well sure me and yeah. Jackie met online it was tender oh okay the odds dictate that if if enough people keep meeting online, somebody's going to hook yeah, up. Eventually. You know, yeah, there is people out there that have found found their their other half, their other one soulmate, whatever. Do right. The reason of. I asked that question is because, like I said last night, I have friends who are single or whatever, and they found like that, like they just meet dickheads. Oh, it's the same with them. You have to weed them out. It's the same um, same on our side with the women. Like a lot of them won't talk to you. There's a lot. No, like, like even I, when they go on a date, I mean, like, and then they're just oh, really? complete and utter, yeah, and like that's this that's crack of ghosting and shit. That's eh? ghosting. Ah, uh, but now the thing about ghosting is so easy to do. That's the problem with online dating. I mean, you can you can look at a phone and it's not real until no, you but, actually no, go on the date. No, yeah, but I'm talking about this. My friends have gone on dates and maybe two or three dates, and then they're just here. Oh, after the nothing, really nothing, and the dates have went again. well. Yeah. Ever again. Really? Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I'm asking you. Because, like, I suppose it's foreign to me now because I've been in a relationship for so long. So, like, they're just saying that it's just so horrible now to be single and that it's really hard to date because all you meet are just dickheads. And, like, there's nobody out there that's our age that actually wants to be in a relationship. I think, without wanting to sound bad, I think most fellas who probably are looking for something more solid aren't going on Tinder. But then so, where do you meet somebody? That's the problem. How do you meet anybody? Yeah. How do people meet each other in the good old days? Whenever well, there was no don't, Tinder. Like, people yeah. don't go... Whenever there was no Tinder, but now there is. But people don't and go to pubs anymore. People balance. met in but pubs. That's, that's, what, that's the point I'm making. People is, met in pubs and dances. Yeah. But people don't go to pubs anymore. That's where people need to go at. That's where... I mean, I'm not advocating getting drunk, but... You I know, know, I know what you're saying. People yeah, I don't socialize. Saying, go but to like, people's lives are busier now. I mean, things have changed. Things have changed. And drastically in the last what would you say, seven, eight years with Tinder since it's come out. Since Tinder, POF, all these apps. Now, the like, apps... I mean, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. look at China, Japan, Japan actually. And like, they have to take cl- dating classes because they don't know how to speak to humans, to opposite sex. So they're actually taking classes mm. to learn to speak to the opposite but, uh, sex. You're joking. Yeah, and no, because the population true. is dropping. Yeah. They're, not, that, repro- they're not reproducing or anything. That's but that's because Japan that's as well is such It's a... Japan, not China. Yeah, but it's because Damn. Japan is such a wealthy country. Um, well, they're workaholics. Trans- yeah. Workaholics. Did you hear about problem. that story about the woman who died from, from exhaustion. exhaustion? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they, 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 they're very hardworking and they're, they're very respectful and but very But there's a loyal. lot of technology as well there. But, yeah. And that's but where Japan 
is the forefront of digital technology. Mm -hmm. So more than anywhere, you'll see it hitting that before it hits anywhere else about how kids and how adults are interacting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, in Japan, it is socially acceptable and perfectly fine for a grown businessman going to work to take out um, the, the Switch, the Nintendo Switch, and just play games for five minutes while going to work. You wouldn't see that, I don't think, ordinarily on an Irish rail train. You wouldn't no. see it. So it shows that people are interacting more and more with pieces of technology. Screens, yeah. And they are incapable and of, of making... Human, you can't yeah. speak to humans. And yeah. I, I hear yeah. a lot of people who suffer from anxiety. And yeah, I definitely think people suffer from anxiety. But I definitely think a lot of... Some of the things that people say is anxiety is not knowing what to do in a situation. And going, oh, never done that before, better not. And it's easier just to sit on your phone... Like, yeah, do, but I mean, that is anxiety. Yeah, but it's heightened. Yeah. It's heightened, whereas before it would have been like, all right, sink or swim, and you, you'd go for that push. Now it's a case of, oh, well, I don't have to, because now I can just look at my screen and get myself occupied. Well, that's a, so I can ignore all the things that... But I mean, that it's everything. Me I mean, it was the same with, like... I remember hearing, listening to the radio, uh, and it was literally about the radio. It was, they were talking about this. They were talking about technology and, like, the impact it's having on humans, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said that there was... Uh, when the radio was invented, they said back then that it was going to be the end of civilization. I think there's something, yeah. So, I mean, it's yeah, evolution, but, yeah, but, it's, but it's, 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 it's always happening there, but it's, yeah. it's, it's unprecedented right now. Yeah, because technology is moving so fast as well. That and it's spiraling out of control. Yeah. Isn't yeah. there something in a wall in Pompeii? I might be wrong about this, but isn't there something uh, on a wall in Pompeii, some sort of, not a manifesto, but like a, a proclamation or something of somebody written saying, oh, the youth of today are out of control and they're rebelling against their parents and all this kind of stuff. I mean, history repeats itself over yeah. and over again. You yeah. know? So I, it's again, it's learning how to manage it and knowing how to use it, the technology for what makes it the best. And I just think at the moment... A lot we're, of we're, we're in the early stages. It. Yeah, we are. But do you, you not know, think not... like that? You, we, like when we were talking about last night, I think about how massive Facebook was and how massive Snapchat was, and everything was massive. But people are pulling away now. They're not. I don't think they're pulling away. They're still switched on to it, but they're not engaging in it as much. Yeah. You know what I mean, they still want that. They still yeah, want still to look at the screen like, twenty, fifty there. times a day. Like, and I wouldn't drive in my car without having my phone now. Yeah. I mean, even though, like, when I first started driving. You didn't really have your phones. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There weren't, there weren't smartphones. It was just an ordinary phone when I started driving. Yeah. And right. so it was no use to me. Like, I have that in case I get lost. Yeah. Or, like, in case I get a flat tire. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So now I have never learned to change a flat tire because I have a phone that I know I can just ring somebody to come and do it for me. Yeah. Whereas 20 years ago, I would know at this point how to change a flat tire yeah. because I would have had to do it by myself. Yeah. Like, uh, the phones, I'm ser in the last couple of months, I'm seriously thinking of just getting rid of all social media all social media there, Snapchat, Facebook, all that. Because I, I remember, uh, I never read up about relationships or any of that jazz there, but the one thing that sort of uh, came in the news feed was like, what, the biggest killer in a relationship. And sort of like, you know, at the time I was like, I'll read this, and they say the biggest killer is social media. And it had a picture, right? It had a picture of a couple uh, with each other. Yeah. But with the screens, like that, like that, they were hugging each other, but with the screens, I like guess, and they weren't interacting with one another. They were together. Yeah. And I, I thought nothing of it until the next day. Me and Jackie were doing that. I was looking at my phone, and she was looking at hers, and we were together. It was yeah. a Sunday morning, and I said, enough of that shit. And I, and every time, whenever, especially bedtime and that, whenever she would go to bed and that, her phone fucking down, on the charge, down, alarm on. 
And I, I said, no way am I going to start that carry on. Like, mm-hmm. And it's really easy. Like you can, you just and, wake up sometimes and like, not even wake up, but you're like literally just sitting there with the person that you're meant to love. And like, you're not even speaking to each other. Yeah. The two of you are just yeah. on the phones. It, so I'm like, Paul, put it away. But that, it, it has to be done there. Like, and I, I never said anything to her at the time because it just, I just, I made that conscious decision there mm-hmm. not to do it there. I just phoned down. As soon as I'd see her peeping through the door of that, they'd just phone down and then uh, try and talk about whatever. But like, it's not even the actual physical having your phone that's affecting your relationship. It's everything that you've been fed. How so? Like, so you see the picture of the perfect couple. But like, you know, yeah. you see the two minutes later where they're absolutely baiting the heads yeah. off each other. Like, right, that's it. And you're constantly going, oh, shit, like, oh, my life's shit, like, comparing to that. Like, oh, and we don't do that, Paul. Like, I'd be divil. I was so bad for a while there at one stage. Like, back about a year or two ago. I was so bad. Like, oh, my God, Paul, we have to go here. And we have to do this. And we have to be like that. And we have to go. And we can't be sitting here doing nothing. Look at everybody else is always out and they're doing this and they're going that. And he was like, Gemma, like, you, none of it's real. Yeah. And like that's the thing. It's not and, real. But if you think that way then it's it's no problem. Yeah. I, yeah. But, if but you it think- took me a long time. Like I was constantly like like and I'm fairly level headed, I feel. And like this was only a couple of years ago and I just would be like watching like Snapchat, you know, I'd be all like the celebrities and stuff and I'd be just like, Oh my life's so shit and he was just like, Gemma, stop it. All fake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if it's fake. I think it's just you're always getting this rush of positivity from everywhere else. So it seems like everything around you yeah, is I so positive. Yeah, I think that positive. that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're allowed, you don't have to be positive all the time. Yeah. Everybody's not positive all no. the time. Yeah. You can have a shit day. Yeah. And then, like, you see all these, like, quotes coming up on your feed and you're just like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and like, but yeah, I mean, you're not allowed to feel the feelings that you have. You have to be feeling this way. Like, that's what you're yeah, being fed it, all the time. It's, it's unreal there, because like, it's the same with, with pictures that you see on Snapchat or Facebook there. You know, like, you'd see the perfect picture, but they don't see how many fucking times that picture, times picture had to be taken. taken. Yeah. Like, I, I, I seen there taking a picture with her, and then it was just like, no, no, it's not good enough, come back. And she's not that bad at that carry-on. Like, it's only every so often there. But, like, it was like... See, okay, can we just enjoy ourselves instead yeah, like, of putting a picture? That's why I go to anything. And like, I remember, I think, I don't know, it was one gig I was at. And I just looked around and every single person had their tablet or a phone in. and it was in the air. Does and I, I don't anymore. I well, don't, I go and I experience mm-hmm. it with my own eyes. Do you know? Because you were experiencing it through a screen. You were do, at a well, gig no. and you were doing this. And you were watching it here yeah. on your screen, even though the real person was right the there in front of you. The, thing, like, the nah. thing that gets me about that is you are in this moment that is supposed to be, at least when I go to a gig, I don't want to say religious is probably too strong a word, but you're into what's happening. Yeah, like, you're really into, into you it. get into and, the moment. And you're into that moment, and instead of having this moment that could almost be once in a lifetime, mm. you'd rather you'd rather dilute it like a Ribena drink and keep it on your phone and have this really watery version that's like, not even as good. Because you're taking so many videos and photos you and whatever show. it is. It's not even a missed show, but you never re-look at it. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? But that's what like, I mean. You're taking so many yeah. things. It's not like years ago, like where you just like went and you took like one picture of something and then like you used your I, camera the next time you went somewhere. Yeah. And so you have just one picture of different things and you printed them off and you kept albums because yeah. you only had one photo of like or two yeah. photos of a thing. And if you look Whereas, back on it, you'd feel the nostalgia yeah. going back. Yeah. Now, if it's on a phone, 
You don't need to look at it. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's there. It's I there, there, but you don't look at it. Yeah, you never look at it. I definitely think that if you're watching a gig through a phone, you aren't watching a gig. You're watching... Well, there, yeah, you're watching the screen. You're watching well, the screen. Was, it's, it's, it's more than that. You're, you're taking yourself out of the environment that has been created for you with the band and with the, the audience, and you're putting this, this, this kind of bubble around it and kind of going, well, I'll keep that. But then you don't really enjoy the show. And then, as you said, you've got this crappy thing that you never look at. Mm-hmm. So I actually, the last gig I went to, the person beside me was filming for a large amount of one particular song and was filming with their flash on. Uh. And I had my glasses on and there was a take a, a sax solo taken by this guy. And she took her phone and she shot it right like that. And it was just glaring off my glasses. And I just said, could you turn that off? And did she? Yeah, she did. She said, oh, I didn't realize my flash was on. To which I responded with, really? You couldn't see that that big area in front of you. Well, I'm the person beside you and I can see it. Yeah. So maybe she didn't. Maybe because the way whatever the lighting was, I should give her the benefit of the doubt. But I just, to me, it just, it was annoying me from enjoying the show. Well, does the fa- the, you ever see the picture on Facebook of the like 15 uh, young people there and they've got cameras out taking pictures and, and there's a granny there just actually looking, looking at, at us. Yeah, exactly. Like that, that represents our culture. Our yeah, own. 100% like, and that's it. Like nobody is experiencing it with their own eyes anymore. No, at the same time there, a picture here, a picture there for the nostalgia yes, side. and I do still. Like I take an odd picture and like yeah. I go on honeymoon and I'm going to take photographs because yeah. we're going to go see things that we've never seen before. Yeah, of course. But I have made a conscious effort where I literally just take one or two pictures and yeah. then that's it and yeah. my phone goes away again. Because I was in that, I did that too. Like don't get me wrong, I was yeah. those people that was at the gig and had my phone out and recording it. Yeah. And then I was like, do you know what? I never re-look at this and I actually missed, or you'd like look back at a photo and you'd be like, I actually didn't even see that yeah. because I was looking at the yep. phone. Yeah. So that's when I was like, uh, I'm going to stop all that now. Yeah. And just enjoy it. Like, I mean, if you really want to see it again, it's going to be somewhere online. <laughs> yeah. No, I do agree with that. Like, it's good to have a few photos. Like, it, it, I like looking back on some of the photos every so often there, you know, whether it be work or a certain area because it brings you back to that moment in time. But if I you suppose ju- that if was just... one plus of Facebook. That's where you get your memories. Uh, because, like, you say photos you put up. I do like them. Like, so, for example, Monday, they are gone by. It was seven years ago, and I got Poppy, my puppy. Like, the, the dog. Like, and it was just cute, and I look back at all the pictures of her. Yeah. So, in that sense, it's well, kind of good like that. Well, but well, I don't put it up on it anymore, so I won't have any more memories. Yeah, you'll not have any, yeah. any, any moments next year or the year after. Yeah. It's... It's a strange time we live in. Yeah. It's an absolute strange time. People are strange. People are strange. Everything's strange. You can't... But I just think it's going to continue, like... And we just find it strange because we're that generation, like, whereas, like, for example, Danny, who's only, like, my nephew, he's not even one yet, and he never got phones very often, but he obviously seen us on it, and any time he gets a phone, he instantly does this, and he knows to swipe. (laughs) Yeah, and he's not even one. Well, look at like my nieces uh, on Snapchat. They know everything about Snapchat. Mm. They know how to change your name. They know how to uh, go into the settings. They know everything, and they can do it almost instantly. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't, you know, like I'd be on on Snapchat a good bit, and I I like to think I can run all that there. But I, if I said or change the name, da da da, done. Whereas I'd be like, oh wait a minute, I don't know. Jeez, this update, hey, hold on, you know. 
It's like, it's like but that's it. It's that technology passes us out, and it happens yeah. every generation. But, uh, I think again, it's familiarity and usage. I mean, they're probably well, that, on it all it. the time. Yeah, it's the same. It is. Yeah. yeah, of course. It's, it's the same in our generation with the PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. We could use a PlayStation, but they were like, "What? Yeah, is you this remember, on like, the your screen? parents? Yeah." And they were like, what? And you just we are it them up people, Gemma. Like. But do you we remember when we were trying the VR? When we were trying the VR over at Ryan's, and it was like, what button do I press to do this? Like, and it, before it would have just been second nature, yeah. but totally different thing. Have you tried a virtual reality mm-hmm. game? Bought, we bought one for Evan. The, Did you? The oh. PlayStation one for Christmas. Okay. Did you get a headache? Amazing. It is amazing. What game? Skyrim. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Resident Evil. Trismo. Oh, okay. Um, so like you're in the car, it's like, and you look down, like you're sitting there. There's your legs, and like, yeah. and you can turn around, you can see all the back of your car. But yeah, that guy, we, we we have a gun for him. It's in space. Uh, I'll have to check which. We games. bought him like everything. We bought him the headset, and we bought him the gun, and everything. And it's amazing because like you're holding this thing. It's hilarious because it looks like a giant dildo. But like when you look at it in the game, and you just do that, you have the whole gun in front of you. Okay, I'm trying to think what game that would be. It's already Resi, Resi 7. No, Resi 7 doesn't have weapons. No, it's not Skyrim or Sky something. We're in space. We're on a different planet. Yeah, I'm trying to think what game that is. I'm trying to think of what games are on PlayStation VR. Well, it doesn't really matter. I mean, like, VR is amazing. To come to this level, like... But it's insane, like, when you're walking in it. Like, I get really dizzy. Do you I, know when you're walking in the VR? Because yeah. your Funny mind that. thinks that you're walking, but your body isn't moving. I get travel sick. The first time I got it, I got a terrible headache. Same and then the me. second time I tried it, I was fine. He got the same experience got, on his I, first I, time. It felt like a migraine. I tell you, I was enjoying it. I was like, damn, you motherfucker. Was it the PlayStation one as well? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, I just I swung around or something, and I looked up, and I goes, whoa. Just get this the fuck off me. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm getting a migraine. Yeah. And I felt really bad. It hits bad. you just like that. It kind of just comes out of nowhere. You're fine. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, I can't do this. Yeah, because it's your brain thinks that you're moving. Mm. Like it's seeing that you're walking. It's seeing that you're turning around. It's seeing you're doing different things, but your body's not actually moving. So it's like, what the fuck? It's like an extreme form of car sickness. Mm. Mm. But taken to a whole out of body thing. What's that? Where's it going to end? So it was a really good program on. I think it was Channel 4 did it, a documentary all about like technology and, you know, are we at the point where machines can take over the world? And uh, it was it was so interesting. And they talked to a guy and he said, yeah. He said, it's already there. It, yeah. it already exists. It's already there. They're more than capable of taking over the world. And he said, and the thing is, he's like, there is that. He was kind of like an an extremist but like he was just saying that when we start building our cities we'll say and as humans we decided to put a hotel there we didn't see the anthill that was there and Mm. we just built on top of it and he said and that's exactly what will happen with the machines it's not that they want to kill humans but they don't even they won't even register us so when they want to put something in a place we just happen to be that's going to be our tough luck you're, but, you're talking about AI if it goes online. It's but it's already there. It is, it is already and there. They, there's this ancient so, game, and an ancient Chinese game with red, black and white pieces. Gammon, backgammon. Back no, it? no, no, it's a square board. Um, I don't know. It's a re- I can't remember the name of it. But they were saying that anyway. This game, right? It's like it can take hours to win it. And generally, it can take hundreds of moves before you'll win. And so 
they say they thought as well that it was going to be two because there was so many different variables like there's so many variables as to how you could win mm. that they didn't think they'd be able to program the computer to be able to play it yeah. because there was so many options and it's so many, really yeah, complex so they were saying yeah. that it's kind of like a human instinct that we have that we can play it and um, it went live it was on TV and um, only like five or ten minutes into, a, into the game it made this move that everybody was like well that's a mistake it hasn't worked yeah um he's gonna lose soon and within like i think it was another half an hour or something he had won yeah the machine had won Mm -hmm. yeah but the, the thing about machines is they're very very good um they're very very good at doing singular tasks and approaching certain situations but if you compare what a machine can do to a newborn child for example like the amount of information that a newborn child takes in well, no, because we were saying so now. Like, this program was really interesting. Yeah. What was the name of it? Like, yeah. I, I really like watching things like this. I know, yeah. and I don't know what it was. Was it like... Well, we'll look, we can, later on, we can find out. Yeah, I'll try and find it. Um, basically, oh, they were shit. saying that... Not good. Can we stop? So you just switched me off? No, I didn't. It, it was that your input was no longer routed to the door. Um, yeah, that's all it was. Yeah, so you switched off my microphone. Uh, <laughs> no, the microphone was still on. You just weren't being heard. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be the end of it. Yeah. Because Gemma has to go. She mm-hmm. has to socialize with all her friends, her and buddies. family. While we just sit here busy. and just, you know, be all... Yeah, with no TV and no internet. No TV, <laughs> no internet. Yeah. Just talk about shit. So, we'd, again, I suppose we're, 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 we'd like to thank Gemma for being... Our Thanks first for guest. Me. And a word from our sponsors again, Trevor. Give us a wrap there. Well, we still don't have any sponsors. We've room for potential. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody out there that wants to, you know, what give kind us of sponsors money. Are you looking for? Any kind of sponsors, <laughs> we will sell ourselves for whatever it takes to get a bit of money to keep this thing going. Yeah. But no, it's been good. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed last night. It's just that first time we done it in real time there. We had technical difficulties with this with that yeah we had a woman screaming turn that off i want to talk oh yeah i did that once because i didn't want to be sharing personal information and then she wanted to go to the toilet so that's actually on camera (laughs) see they were having me as prisoners so that's why i had to to ask to go to the toilet but today has been good i mean today we had a solid two hours there was a few dips for this for that but overall it's been pretty good yeah absolutely yeah but Mm. we had to quit when the talking got really good with the AI. Yeah. Yeah. But you know that's something we should we should look into further. Yeah. Do a whole podcast on it. Well, I'd be well, on you could. I mean, no, but yeah. I'd, I'd be well on for 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 going online doing research and, and coming back and yeah. and, and and doing that sort of thing. And Definitely. I think people are interested in computers taking over the world. Well, I think a lot of people don't realize it at the minute. Well, put don't it this way. What. I don't don't realize what is out there and what mm-hmm. can happen. But you do realize that if your phone is on and you've got certain apps open. Your phone is listening, and oh, it's always. Oh, constantly because yeah. I. I think that's horrible. Uh, since I, I got married, uh, yeah. And if I am having a discussion, I might not have looked up anything mm-hmm. in that particular area about a wedding, right? We'll say, for example, what did I look? What was I speaking to? It was something kind of random about a wedding. I'm not actually having it at the wedding. I can't remember what it was, and I just said it really in passing. My phone was nowhere near me. Like I think, well, it was probably in my pocket or something. Yeah. And I opened up my phone that night, and straight away an ad. For whatever it was, but in relation to the wedding, right. 
came up instantly yeah, on Facebook. Yeah. So but, it's constantly but, listen. But, I hadn't but, but, looked but, it up before. I definitely hadn't looked it up. You were in my kitchen, well, my mom's kitchen, and you were talking about secondhand TVs. Do you remember that? And you were like, Jesus, it's amazing the price of them. And, oh, secondhand consoles. And the next day on Facebook, when I went on and I switched, scr- you know, if you swipe to mm-hmm. the right, swipe left, it brings you to the ads page. Loads of second-hand yeah, consoles. And I was dumb. looking for a microwave. I was t- telling mom I need a microwave in the house. And I went, the next time I went onto my phone, all the ads were like microwaves. Well, I hadn't looked it up on my phone. Well, the, a couple experimented with this. A couple don't have a dog. They've no pets in the house. They've nothing. But they said, uh, with the phones away uh, on a microphone or something like that, we're going to do an experiment. We're going to say this. Got the phones and they just said, Honey, don't forget we're running out of dog food. Oh, yeah, that's right, the dog food. They've done this two, three times, and then the next thing was on their uh, phone, Amazon or something, whatever, Mm. dog food. Yeah. And they said they never need to talk about dog food before that because there's no dog there. They just happened to decide to talk about it. Yeah, it's not that they had photographs or been looking up anything about dogs or looking up, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... I think it's great. But just makes well, me like, even more lazy. You have to be really careful like, as well with like, your laptop and your tablets and stuff as well because certain apps can turn on your camera as well. Yeah. So I mean, that's worse. For me, right, you can listen all you like, but don't be watching me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think one's as bad as the other. You know, watching is a little bit worse, but I mean, if they're listening, it, you know, they're still spying. Like, yeah, I don't, like the data and information they obviously <coughs> have on some people. Must be serious. This oh, kind of goes back to the top, the first topic we talked about with Paul, Paul, which was about how far is it okay to go listening to something? Because Trevor made the point that if you've nothing to hide, then you know what's the harm? I mean, it's only private companies listening to you, or the government in some it, cases. It, but it's not like your next door neighbor listening to you. It's it's these other things. So if you've nothing to hide, well then nobody's been hired. But then Paul made the point about you know, but then where does it stop? Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, he's right. He was. And 100% he is. He is right. right. Yeah. We need to get Paul back on. We need to get Paul well, back and on. We need to get. On. We need to. We need to do yeah. this more often because it is good fun. Yeah. It's going to be a pain in the ass to edit. Oh, it's going to be for you. Yeah. Considering it's what, two hours again today. Yeah. It's two hours. It's two hours. But I, I like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? There. Maybe people won't like it. Just gonna have to give it a go. Give it a go. Now, lads. Not know till you try. On that. I have to go. On that oh, note. Yeah. Bye. Thanks again, Gemma. Bye. 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 Bye.